Welcome to Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our dungeon master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of Aradun. Last we met, you had completed your task of destroying the fiendish bat occupying the Driftmarch Fortress at the behest of General Kinsley. Despite your positive relationship, Kinsley, over the last few weeks, much of that good faith has seemed to have spoiled over the last few days. Curon displeased with his treatment of prisoners, Cal disagreeing with some of or much of his decisions and his current attitude towards his soldiers and uh, other things. And the rest of you, eager to leave the last few weeks behind you as you pursue new interests moving forward, um, both personal and on the larger scale. After you settled your score with Kinsley, you had Robert, your new assistant, prep your wagon and horses. You began a journey anew to seek out the township of Orangeshire and your leads regarding the Highland Syndicate criminal organization and their activity in the region. Specifically in regards to the captive magical folk and captive mages. Scarlet has never been closer to her brother after he was kidnapped by the syndicate scabber known as Fletcher 10 years ago. Likewise, Timber crawls closer and closer to his old life and the wife stolen from him by the syndicate for her prowess in the arcane. The road to Orangeshire was quiet, save for a short conversation with Jorhen, the fallen Acemer you had rescued some time ago from the crude ritual being performed by the stranger in yellow to turn him into one of these geists, as you've learned they are called. He spoke cryptically and loosely about what he could remember about being brought to different locations, about the whispers he heard in the night as he slept, uh, and particularly about the conversations he had overheard between presumably either another individual aiding the Stranger in Yellow or the Stranger in Yellow themselves speaking to someone the only name he heard was Erdwolf Thatcher. Some sort of contact. And that the entity only spoke to Thatcher when interested in acquiring more uh, magical folk, those blessed by the astral planes, such as tieflings, Asimer, Genasi, and so forth. You let him rest for the rest of the journey as the memories plagued him. Planning on parting ways once in Orangeshire. But beyond the quiet and the brief conversations you had with with your uh, with Jorhen, but a half day's journey away from Orangeshire, you discovered a ransacked and burnt uh, farmer's wagon, with several footprints leading to the northwest. The same farmers that Kiron had seen on his night's watch prior, uh, traveling early in the morning towards Orangeshire, presumably with goods to sell. 
You were unsure if it was the Zverils that you had seen camping out in the forest, uh, soldiers from the the host that you had defeated in Driftmarch with General Kinsley, or local highway bandits, perhaps, or one in the same. Nevertheless, it was a staunch reminder of the dangers in the lands of Zverowald, where the uh, the reach of the king is shallow. Later that day, you made your way into the outer township of Orenshire and quickly into the gates of the Tempest Hold, the central palisaded district of the town. You noticed a gathering of bruisers protecting the gates in plain clothes with no sigils or uh, identifiable uniform. They seemed to have sent a young lad running into the streets ahead of you upon taking notice of each of your faces. At this point, Scarlet cloaking herself with her hood. Once inside, you gathered the attention of a street urchin lad named Druffle. Cal paid him three silver for directions to the finest tavern. The lad complied and sent you to the Grace and Duchess Inn in the Artisan's Path, a street in the Stormspire Circle. Uh, the central uh, the central area of the entire town. Cal also nodded to the boy and affirmed that he would see to him at some point during his stay for further work. You made your way to the tavern, exhausted from the last two weeks of endless journeying and fighting and sleeping outside. Embla Moreau, the tavern keep, provided you with two luxury suites for five days as agreed upon. And here is where we left off. As you began resting your weary selves in your rooms and preparing for what lies ahead of you in this new and dangerous place, we start off as you are setting your things down within your respective rooms and about to take a short rest, I believe. What would you all like to do at this point? What time is it? Sorry, I missed it uh, you said it. Uh, at this point, um, at this point, it's probably around 1 p.m. or maybe a little after that. All right, um, I am not going to short rest. I am going to sit on the bed and stare at the balcony. Okay. Isn't that kind of like short resting? <laughs> yeah, I think that's exactly what a short rest is, to be honest. Yeah, I think it is, yeah. Fine, then I'm not actively- You will, you will use your short rest and during the time of your short rest, stare at the balcony. Uh, Squaring it up for your own devices. Yes. The rest of you, what would you like to do at this time? Sprawl down I mean, the bed. Can... Yeah. Figure <laughs> if there's nothing anyone wants to do, particularly during the short rest, we'll jump forward an hour to when uh, we've all settled in. I would like to find Scarlet, and mm -hmm. I find her on the balcony, and I say, Oh, um, well, I know it didn't really work great last time, but... I, I'm willing to give it another shot. I, I, I could cast my alarm spell on this balcony. It, it was a good idea. Just the practice was a little shoddy. I appreciate the offer, but I am planning on keeping watch this evening. You won't need the alarm. You sure? I'm sure. 
Okay. I'll let just, you know if I if I change my mind. And just as a reminder of the way the rooms are split up, um, you have uh, Scarlet in the Scarlet in the single in one room with Jorhan in another room in there, and or no, Jorhan's in the other single. Uh, and no, Timber, you're in the single. Who is in the other single? It's Timber, right? That's what I thought. Mm -hmm. Jorhan is in a room, and Wizwick's in a room in this other suite, the other, and then in the other one, we have Timber in the single, and then um, Cal and Kiran with their own rooms. So what you're saying is I have a double bed. You have a double bed. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you can definitely spend <laughs> part of the tiniest of member rest. of our party gets um, <laughs> that makes a double bed. Pushing the uh, beds together. But yes, yes. A all, of, all of you except for uh, Timber and Scarlet have two beds in your room. No, Jaw Hen doesn't. Robert's in there. Correct. Robert is staying with Jorhen. Yes. Don't forget uh, Robert, man. Fine lad, Robert. He's gotta. He's gonna go far. I. I. I'm. I think I need to make a character sheet for Robert. Um, <laughs> he's gonna be Cal General one day. <laughs> exactly. Um, or at least my. Uh, my. I don't know. Chamberlain, maybe. Water boy. He's currently the water boy. I would have gone with poor Jester, but okay. So each of you have. Um, rested and you know adjusted your rooms as you see fit uh it's about a little after 2 p.m at this point uh what would you all like to do well we're in an inn with a bar so mm -hmm. you know in it a in a town you know nothing about <laughs> exactly and where do you learn things from drunks <laughs> Spent many of my best years at a bar learning from drunks. Is that right. Tim or Cal? That was Tim. Um, <laughs> yeah. Wizwick's bored. He goes downstairs. Yeah, I'm going to rustle up the whoever wants to go. I'm going to... And I'm going to head down for... Well, we haven't eaten today either, so... I'm going to catch Kieran and uh, grab my cloak out of the bag. So, sorry, Q, don't mind me real quick. There we go. <laughs> I don't know. Personal spaces. Thank you. <laughs> Cal, did you come knock on my door? Yeah, I would have. I would have just, it would have been a... It's like, we're going downstairs. Go downstairs if you want to come. Or if you want to save your seat, whatever you want. I'm coming. Also, I'm going down as a doggy dog. With okay. the cloak on? No, putting the cloak in the pocket. Yeah. Actually, no, I'm throwing the cloak in my room. Okay. Excellent. Um, all right, so uh, I'm sorry, Scarlet, are you staying up or are you going down? No, I'm going down. Okay, so everyone's going down pretty much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I'll say Robert. Robert uh, pop, pops his head out of his room. He's like, oh, all right. Are you all getting food? 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 <laughs> yeah, come on. Yes. Uh, you see Robert comes rushing after you um, to follow along as you uh, descend the stairs. Um, the tavern itself is, uh, um, you know, there's no bard playing at this point, but it is uh, fairly um, crowded with, with people. Um, it seems as though, uh, I mean, this is, a, this is on a much nicer 
street than the rest of the town. Um, you, you notice that the uh, the Tempest Hold is split up between the tightly packed outer circle, which is not as uh, not as fine streets. They're very tight and uh, smelly and dirty. Um, but once you entered into the Storm Spire Circle, it uh, splits into two streets going around the central storm spire and you are on the artisan's path which is much nicer uh so the tavern itself is very very fine um you know very nice um deep uh, uh wooden uh walls with a large hearth several tables all set up all around with a very large bar um that has several servers bustling around uh, moving into the back room serving uh what appears to be uh, a mixture of um, of what appears to be ritzier folks who are stopping in for lunch, a late lunch, and then some who are who seem to be uh, artisans, you know, blacksmiths, uh, tailors, uh, jewelers, whatever they, their profession might be. There's a mixture of um, no matter who they are, though they're dressed well. Uh, <clears throat> whether it's a flowing cloak um, and robe, or if it is just very well-made craftsman's gear, um, they are certainly spending money here. Uh, but it's easy enough to find yourselves a table am amongst the uh, crowd. Are you looking to be anywhere, or are you looking specifically to be in like a corner or near the fire? What is your desire? Um, I guess I, I would, uh, if, I, if I have my choice, I would put us near a wall so we could look out onto the bulk of the crowd. Not like in a doesn't need to be that, just like, you know, in a manner that gets us uh, visual on most people. Hey Cal, why why are we always going in the corner? I mean like I know it's I know it's tactical and everything. What? But No, no, no that's that's not why. No no. Well actually that makes sense, I guess, and we probably should do that. No, we go in the corner because that means people have to come to you. You don't have to get... You're not surrounded by, by people trying to get your attention. I guess that makes sense, but... I don't know. I, we haven't been in a city for a long time. And, I mean, I kind of want to gross myself in the culture here, you know? Right. It, it no, seems a little strange. Right. Like, I mean, it's, uh, just a, it's just a bed shred over there. It's not like we're going to a shadowed... Like... Yeah, this isn't. Back room. I, I wouldn't call this tavern the type that has like the little alcove in the corner where you can you can be like creepy. It's it's fairly it's very well lit. Um, there's torches everywhere. There's a big fire in the hearth. There are you know you can see like uh, um, you know very fine paintings on the walls that look like they've been like it's like you go to a brunch place and you go up and you look and you're like oh I can buy the paintings on the wall that's cool and it's like, <laughs> oh. oh. 200 gold for this local <laughs> art um uh mi mingled with this like what looks like uh essentially just like medieval paraphernalia there's like a suit of armor by the the two suits of armor by the fire you see uh like seven pointed stars of the everflame on the walls um there's just sort of uh, a mixture of of different things kind of referencing high living um and the clergy of the of the uh, Everflame. Sort I think Wiswick Duchess theme. Yeah, Wiswick's kind of totally into this, and 
wants to order it. Like, he's just going to say, Cal, I'm, I'm just going to get a light uh, lunch. You know, we have been on the road a little bit, but I, I want to look around. So I'm going to get a drink and then I'll be back when the when the server comes in. Okay, no problem. Uh, do you want me to order your drink in or are you going to get at the bar? Uh, I'll grab a drink at the bar. If, if they want to order food, just get me something light. You got it. Okay. Uh, so uh, I feel you bad all... for Sean. He has to come up with all these restaurants because for some reason <laughs> it's been so long being like, what do they have? What are they serving? What do they got? Yep, yep. Yeah, I'm okay, not going to lie. I found a website that's called Tavern Menu Random Generator. <laughs> 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 and you can pick like poor, common, good, noble. Yeah. And <laughs> it is very helpful. There's um, a <laughs> table for everything out there. There really is. Um <clears throat> Okay, so, so, yeah. so yeah, I'm just so investigating you... around, looking cool, cool. for. Are you? What are you looking for particularly? Particularly, um, priority is anything that looks arcane in nature. Secondary would be anything that has to do, like if there's anybody that has burn marks, or if there's anything with the uh, syndicate. If anybody says syndicate, or if there's like this thistle, like on anything. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I'd be interested in that type of stuff. Um, All right, then give me a, a perception check while you're walking up to the bar. The rest of you, what would you like to do, Timber? I'm actually going to follow Wiswick. Um, Great. And just kind of pretend that, like, I'll walk beside him as if, like, he's my owner, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. So... Uh, are you trying to listen out, or are you just sticking with me? Oh, I'm, I'm listening, too. You know, it, okay. that, that, yeah, of course. Uh, give me that person. I will. I got a 21. 21? Uh, Wizwick, you got an 18? Yes. And the one on the ground was a 19, if you want to take that one. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> um, before I resolve those roles, the rest of you, is there anything particularly you'd like to do? Um, I just want to... Um... Treat, treat. Uh, like s- slide into whatever booth or table that we that we had. Now, Scarlet's trying to decide if she's more conspicuous with the bright red hair or if she's got her hood up shading her face. So she doesn't have the hood on right now. Are people staring at her? Uh, not particularly. I wouldn't okay. say you're, you, I mean, you can give me a perception check to try to see if anyone is. Sure. Um, but just looking around the, the crowd, they're kind of, Chatting amongst themselves, drinking. Um, there's, you know, a table of uh, of very well dressed uh, people who are who seem to be very day drunk. Um, and then you see like a table where there's, uh, you know, judging by the clothes, you can tell like, oh, this is like a black, like a well, like a high up guild artisan blacksmith with some of their apprentices taking them out for a lunch. Um, and there's, that's kind of the vibe of the space. And mm-hmm. what did you get for your perception check? Eight. As far as you can tell, they're all busily, busily eating, drinking, and, cool. and having their normal right. afternoon. She's going to keep an eye out, though, if anybody starts to stare and it's going to go up. Okay. Uh, yes. So, Sean. <laughs> I'm sorry for this. Would I now? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> would I know uh, if 
uh, it's acceptable in high society etiquette for w ladies to wear hats indoors? Uh, give me a history roll while I resolve those other roles. Uh, but before I do that, though, Kieran, is there anything you want to do? You know what? Kieran probably feels like a little safe here. He's like, people we're looking for are scum of the earth. This is high society. I don't think we're going to find anything. He's his general passive attentive self. That's a 25 for his passive perception. 25 on the passive perception. But otherwise, nothing. To <laughs> this episode is brought to you by. Kiran's passive perception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kiran essentially like is like I don't even if I look for anything, it's gonna be worse than if I don't. <laughs> Sometimes it, it be like that. It be that way. Uh, okay, so we have a twenty-one for Timber. I'm presuming that's dog listening, uh, and then <laughs> uh, nineteen for Wiswick. All right, so Wiswick, I'd say um, you know as far as looking at the patrons here. Uh, like I said before, it really seems like there's just this um, artisan uh, crowd here mingled with these nobles. Um, you don't immediate, immediately see anyone who seems... No one looks like those bruisers outside, I'll say. No one looks suspicious. Everyone looks like they're just sort of here having lunch. The only thing that really stands out to you is that at the bar, at the end... There does appear to be a um, an older gentleman who is dressed more modestly than anyone here, like in the sense of like like clerical modesty. Like he has like a literal just brown robe on with like a rope sash. Um, he appears, as far as you can tell, human years, very old. Um, someone who may be in his 80s. Uh, you know, real crooked shoulders held tight. Um, the hair is kind of a, a messy bowl cut, essentially, not with like the cliche monk circle, just a messy bowl cut that almost covers his eyes with this very large nose. And he's got, uh, just like jowls going down and he just has, you know, the mouth is kind of sunken into the wrinkled jowls as he's just sort of smiling up at Embla Moreau, the tavern keeper, um, drinking a very small uh, uh like basically drinking out of a thimble that has what appears to be whiskey in it um and around his neck you can see a um a holy symbol of the storm lord um and then uh there are a few others at the bar there's one that catches your eye for a moment but you don't you kind of just see them and they just look a little suspicious but they don't you can't quite tell if there's anything arcane about them they're sitting on the opposite end of the bar to um to this old old gentleman um and they have a they actually have their hood up um which is what first makes you think this might be this is kind of strange they uh their their boots look very muddied um their cloak covers their entire person um it's like a dark green uh very worn cloak the only reason you really catch these two people is because they don't look like everyone else in the room. Um, and this person's hood covers much of their face. Uh, like it's a deep hood and you can kind of just see one half of the face mostly, um, which appears clean shaven. Um, it appears to be a, a, a human, as far as you can tell, a human man. Um, but there, the cloak is just generally overwhelming all their features. So it's really hard to discern exactly who they are. Um, and then, like in between them, there's an intermingling of of general 
um, people getting drinks, settling their tab, things like that. But those two are the ones who stand out the most. Um, Timber, I'd say you also notice them. Um, as far as listening goes, just chitter chatter. People being, you know, talking about their business, talking about the guilds, talking about isn't it a shame how uh, shitty uh, the outer ring has become? Um, you know, the probably the 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 best I'd say, you know, as far as um, interesting things since you did roll pretty high. Um, there's someone. There's this uh, very fine dressed gentleman sitting with a. Uh, he's he appears to be human, um, probably in his 40s. Uh, he's sitting with a um, a dwarven fellow who's uh, who's very um, very short, uh, blonde beard. He has very small spectacles on and uh, very nice clothes. A lot of rings on his fingers. Um, and he's speaking to this other well-dressed uh, human man, and the gist of their conversation you're getting, they seem to be talking about the conflict to the South, where they're just like, uh, you hear particularly the human man say, is uh, dreadful what you've heard about uh, Serdic. Uh, heard that he was uh, captured by by the Oxlan. Uh Shame, shame what happened to that family. Ever since the uh, warden took over, it is such a shame. Uh, but uh, at least um, that family was ruling. We had clean streets. Uh, dwarven fellows are like, Well, I've heard of the, uh, the fleeing soldiers are raid in the countryside. I heard the guard, heard the, uh, you know the folk found a burnt-out cart outside the city. Well, it'll uh, certainly flood the markets, I'm assuming, the black markets over in the Gap. Uh, best have, uh, have us speak with our... speak with our clients to sway them from going and finding their goods from the Gap. So really the main things to get from that is there's this reference to a place called the Gap, where it seems like contraband goods are, are purchased. Is there also a baby gap? Uh, yes, and also a uh, competing old navy. Um, <laughs> but uh, but old place, wooden ships. Yeah, there's a place called the Gap. Um, it appears that though there is no, they people of this territory know about the unrest. The way they talk about it sounds like it's a way from from the city but even more important than that though Serdic seemed to have been of some importance to Orenshire. um and that's because you rolled so high i'd say you do overhear that in one conversation okay. um but you do also notice the two gentlemen at the bar i i do i kind of like nip at uh wizard's sh shoulder and then i just look in that direction uh, Toward, towards like, the to the the dwarf and the human. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and then look back at him and go. <laughs> yeah, I think Wizwick was like halfway walking towards the old man when he gets pulled uh, to the side, and I look at him and I say, "What those two? I mean, Timmy stuck in the web. That that guy's got cool rings. Are 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 they bad guys?" 
Well, uh, I guess I'm gonna have to go see what's up. <clears throat> <laughs> I'd say. Well, uh, do you want me to talk to him or not? <laughs> uh, I say, Ugh, whatever. I go back to the old man. <laughs> I, I figured as much. Yeah. Um. Uh, I would say, um, yeah. Um, before I have you go up to the old man, I just want to get Cal's history check real quick about customs for ladies' hats. Oh yeah, I forgot to remember <laughs> what it was. Uh, <laughs> let's assume that was my role. I guess it's like a, it's like a fourteen. It's fourteen. There, um, you are uncertain about Zveril etiquette in the higher echelons. Um, the only thing I think with that role that you would understand is that there is clearly a lot of Oxlin influence in this, in the, the richer folk of this city. Um, and as far as there's no particular ladies etiquette for hats, generally, uh, unless they're a clergyman of some kind or a holy man of some kind. It's expected for a well, uh, well-established individual to take their hat off in a fine establishment. Right. Yeah, and mine is obviously not on. Yeah. But but it, but there's no particular like, um, local etiquette for for uh, women in, in fancy hats. Well then, that doesn't matter now, does it? I would say that there is etiquette for them with uh, fancy tiaras and other. Head oh, good. jewelry. Yeah, let's go <laughs> buy a fucking diadem. All right. Um, well, never mind then. Uh, <laughs> Cal's next idea <laughs> has nothing to do with Scarlet's hair. Shave um, her head. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to die. No. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. <laughs> She'll bite you. Um, well, I'll do more than that. Uh, here on. <laughs> uh, before before I settle, Wiz, I have Wiswick approach the the elderly Storm Lord cleric. Um, I do want to resolve your passive perception because um, you would also sort of have a general. If you're if you're listening for it, um, you would catch a few rumors. Um, so have you heard I'd of say you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I say that you're you don't hear the conversation between the dwarf and the human uh, rich men who are talking about the um, uh, the conflicts uh, or the local economy, so to speak. Uh, what you do catch is. Uh, especially because I know you're, you actively wanted to be generally listening for anything regarding the syndicate or Eggwolf. Yes. So you don't hear like people talking openly like, yeah, you know, I was down on the gap and I overheard a long conversation about this kid they stole 10 years ago. But you do, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you do hear, um, you do hear a, actually you hear the blacksmith that I mentioned before, who was who has his apprentices here. Um, this is a, a, a much older human blacksmith. He's probably in his 70s. Um, very strong looking, though, for his age. Um, he has uh, one of those uh, uh, beards that's just here, just sort of the fork coming down, and a, and a nice big white mustache. 
um, which uh, shortly cropped uh, sides with just a short, uh, almost uh, um, military cut, really, um, as cleanly as that can be uh, in these times. And uh, he, his, his apprentices are are all manner of ages uh, and genders, um, and and uh, you know, there's dwarfs, there's humans. Um, there's uh, half elves. Um, there's there's about five of them, I'd say. But the important thing is you overhear him giving them a warning, essentially saying, "I understand that many of you are living in the outer steads during your apprenticeship. It's a dangerous walk from the outer steads to our our forge. Do not walk in the streets at night alone." Especially if you're leaving the forge late at night. Uh, it seems as though the... The butchers are moving a little further out of the gap. Into the outer ring. Calatown is not as safe as it used to be. So, please. Bring a sword from the forge home every night if you need to. But stick together. So you get the vibe that the streets are more dangerous than they were before. You learn that the outer ring is known as Calatown. Yep. Um, and that these there is some mingling between the, the poorer regions with the upper crust. Good to know. I think this is my most fleshed out city I've ever done. Um. <laughs> we're all very proud of you, Sean. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so Wiswick, you're walking up to the old man. There's a goddamn waiter. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like. <laughs> uh, Robert's like, do, do, do you want me to I go not... up and and get? No, I don't want get... you to go up, Robert. They should... <laughs> uh, Wiswick, go ahead. What do uh, I know about priests of the Storm Lord? Would uh, I, would I, would I me... think that there was any sort of greeting? Like, should I refer Gosh. to him as something? Give me a religion check. Uh, how about a 10 plus 10 for 20? Dirty 20. All right. So I'd say in your in your research of religion, you have read about some of the, uh, the conservator gods of the uh, the surface world. And um, the Stormlord is actually one of the more well-known um, because, uh, religions because it is a continuation of a pre-Morrisir conflict religion. So there's a lot of if you go to the right places you can find really old texts that talk about the, the original Stormlord. But uh, you know that the the clerics of the Stormlord are called Offruds. Um, so it's O-F-F-R-U-I-D Offruds. Um and that they are, from your readings, I mean, your readings are a little outdated, I'd say, from what you could have gotten when you were younger, um, back in the Underdark. So what you know of them is that they're quite stoic, quite brutal in their nature uh, of the doctrine of the Stormlord, um, and that they uh, are deeply fanatical. Um, now, nothing you see about this old man says that, though. Yeah, I was going to say, what, what are they fanatically drinking at 1 p.m.? 
So it's in, in you know, I, I without even an insight check, you could you could get the vibe that this is, you know, tarnished history, like uh, like the 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 remains of the Stormlord here. Greetings, oh fruit. And I wave over the bartender. And you see, he kind of like lifts his head almost as if he was half asleep and just sort of turns over to you and holds the thimble up. Oh. I have not seen a deep gnome in many years in these parts. Welcome, welcome to Ardshire. Sit, sit. Surprised you uh, know of my race. Are, are you quite familiar? Oh, I've I've made my journeys to Sivia. Took the boats up into the, the Mordnari Hollow, and I've seen the ditch towns when I was younger. Well, yes, I have seen or spoken with some deep gnomes in my youth. I, um, were you quite violent in your youth? I hope, uh, you've got nothing, but no rude stories to tell about my kin. You see, he kind of, uh, chuckles at that. He's just, <laughs> oh, by no means, no means. It's been a long time since, since the off-roads of Sarewold blessed raids into other lands many years since then i was i was probably in my 40s and he's, he starts into kind of like a a very distracted story as he's yeah just like, i my 40s i took okay okay i'll stop pilgrimage right to please please sir Fiesala. No, let him go. Let Sean do this for the next three hours. And watch how our viewers go. Like, like, see what happens if Sean just improvs a story about an old man. Look, sir. That was I, obviously I really after I went to the academy. That was well, you I, see, that was I went to Fiesala, and then I took the boat. Oh, was it a boat, or did we go on horseback? And then I was peed in a, a bush. and Was it a ship? Uh, a boat? There was a bunch, Grandpa! There. I'm just trying to have and a what, conversation and then, here. Uh, and then what you... Street! And three hours later, what was your question? I'm just no. like, I got my head face on the uh, <laughs> bar, like, ugh. And I'd say it's at that point that, like, a like before he gets into... Caleb. Yeah. Um, you, a, uh, the bartender comes up, and it's, uh, you know, it's a human woman, uh, bright, uh, uh, curly, um, uh, red hair, and she just looks to, to the author and just says, shut your mouth, Ravard, and drink your whiskey. This gnome doesn't want to hear your stories. I grab her hand, and I look her in the eye, and I say, thank you. Well, I've got I just here. wanted to know about some religion in this place. Are there yeah, no well, books, no texts? Halvar could definitely tell you a little bit, but you got to be careful. You send him down a, uh, send him down a deep road. Uh, <laughs> you look like you I need didn't a drink. Even mean it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I immediately buy a drink from her, whatever she's got on tap. Yeah, you can get an ale for a for a silver piece. Um, Perfect. <clears throat> Uh, I'd say before continuing with you, I will say over at the table, there finally is a waiter that comes over. Uh, it's a dwarven woman uh, who has um, uh, 
uh, very bright blonde hair that's kind of held back in a tight bun, uh, not bun, uh, long ponytail that's braided that goes halfway down her back. Um, she's wearing just very nice uh, tunic, nice pants. Uh, there does seem to be a waiter uniform here. Um, and she just comes up and she says, Sorry for the wait. Uh, what can I get you today? Uh, looking to drink? Looking to eat? Looking to do a bit of both, I think. Um, what do they have for the specials? Oh, the specials are certainly, certainly. Well, we've got our lunch specials right now. Uh, if you want an early dinner, you'll have to, you know, specially request that, and I'll go talk no, to the course, chef. But uh, you know, we've got uh, we've got a veal, we've got veal sweetbreads. Uh, with a side salad with some dwarven blue cheese uh, and and buttered peas. That's the special today. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'll have one of those uh, and actually make it two. And then I turn to Scarlet and Kieran. Like... I'll have one of those and talk to Kieran. If you I could do the salad, please. Hold Certainly. the blue cheese. Certainly. We'll get you a nice, a nice fresh rabbit snack. Uh, drinks? Yes, um, what have you got for, uh, uh, rum, if anything? Rum, I'm not sure if we've got any rum. It, uh, doesn't often make its way all the way up here. Usually gets dropped off in, uh, in Tresix, but I'll, uh, I'll take a look in the back, but, uh, we might have some, uh, uh, some... If you're willing to drop the coin, we might have some Gwyn rum, actually. Hmm, interesting, yeah. Uh, if you could tell me what the name on the bottle, and I might... <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll be right yeah, back. No, well, yeah, no, take, take your time. Go ahead. <laughs> the rest of you? Just a water for me. Just an ale, please. Ale, certainly. Uh, well, I'll be right back with your drinks and the name on the bottle for you, sir. Uh, you. And she rushes she, off. If you, if you have it, just grab the whole bottle and bring it. Oh, certainly. Uh, this has been like this is all I want out of D and D is my personal role play as a waiter. <laughs> That's mostly what I make you do. I feel I, like I don't talk to NPCs other than like eighty percent of my role playing <laughs> is is uh, waiters. Ten percent is McClear, and the other ten percent is everyone else. <laughs> um, all right, so she rushes off, uh, Wizwick. Uh, you are up with the the uh, the elderly uh, Halvard, the Ulfrud Halvard. Um, she has refilled his his uh, his dram of ski, of ski and brought you an ale. If you'd like to ask any pointed questions, she seems to be sticking around, just kind of keeping an eye on him. Uh, it seems this. like you you get the the idea that he is here like every day, and she just she kind of has like a soft spot for him and seems to take care of him and be like walks him home after after hours and and make sure that he makes it back to the storm spire all right <laughs> also okay. timber timber is is sitting next to wiswick's chair kind of still paying attention to the the other people not really paying give attention me to a, you. give me a general perception check for you uh timber okay Ooh, Ooh even better um, that would be a 24. Excellent. Very nice. All right, Wiswick, what would you like to ask this old gentleman? Okay, old food. Enough of the old stories. I'm looking for some 
magic. Uh, uh, I'm just looking to figure out what's magical about this place. I, I'm on a hunt for some underground caverns, some old ruins, anything of the sort. Maybe you know somebody in town who deals in uh, selling parchments or literally, I'll take anything at this point. See him kind of like, you know, halfway through what you're saying, he kind of like, he nods a little bit and then takes a quick sip of the whiskey and it kind of lights him up a little as he sort of looks over at you and, and then kind of for a moment looks down at Timber and he's like, oh, he's very distracted, but... Once you get to like kind of talking about the arcane and what's magical about the place, he kind of he lightens up a little bit. You can see he, he has this big smile. He's got that kind of like elderly face that like kind of has returned to looking like a baby, um, <laughs> but with wrinkles. <laughs> and the same way kind of like babies look like old people. Um, but you see, and you kind of see he lifts his head up so you can actually see his eyes now. And they're very piercing um, um, blue uh, as he just looks up and says, Oh, what's magical about Orange Child? Oh, what's not magical about our beloved home? Uh, well, we had several artifacts at the Storm Spire at one time. Uh, they have all been confiscated and, 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 and brought to the, the library within the Everflames Abbey as they what you worked at that awesome spire in the middle of town and they they took away your stuff well there's not many of us left in the storm spire and they you know they there's you know look around for a moment and i'll ask you to give me a quick persuasion check all right 11. Okay. Where's my... Where the hell are my dice? Okay, so he kind of looks up at you, and he's just like... Uh, well, you see, the, the Storm Spire is very old and very magical in and of itself said to be a conduit up to Fjorin and Turin themselves, where those of us left, the Othruds, can come to converse with the storm. I've not gone into the underwares of the spire in many years. I prefer to keep them locked away from greedy hands and the prying eyes of the other conservators. So you're saying that you've got a secret stash? Well, the good stuff is still down there somewhere? He just lets out this raucous laugh at this, kind of like slams back the rest of his dram. He's just, you're a curious lad. I right? smile at that. <laughs> and then he kind of leaves it at that with a wink to you. Um, Listen, uh, I, 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 you seem like a n nice old man. I, 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 I just want to know, what what happened to your flock? I mean, the, the, this this whole city is built around your place of worship, and it, it looks like these Everflame bozos are t 
taking over the place. Like, how, how can I help you? I, I wanna, I wanna make things right. Give me another persuasion check with advantage this time. Ah, uh, good. An eight and a six. So we'll go with the eight. <laughs> uh, is that an eight total? Yes. Okay. Uh, all right. So. Not quite you bad. should know by now. All you make me do is roll percentage. I know. It's persuasion just checks. You ask so many questions, it like begs for persuasion checks, and I know you don't have a modifier for it. <laughs> um, so you see, he kind of like he smiles at you and says, oh, "Well, I don't quite know you yet, stranger." But perhaps if you come to visit Stormspire during your stay here, we can we can take a look at the majesty of it. And perhaps then we can talk about ways you can help help the Offrood, the old Offrood here. My flock, okay, Offrood. they're still out there. But they don't come back. They're out in the outer steads and through the valley. The way to care went. But they don't. They hide. They hide themselves from the prying eyes of Zendario. I won't get into it too much. Uh, this, I am interested in the Zendario person you mentioned, though. We'll, we'll talk at a later date. Cheers to you, my little friend. What was your name? Oh, Wiswick. You could call me Wiswick. Wiswick. I'll remember the name. Yeah, I'll be staying here for a couple of weeks. So if you, if you want to see me, I'm, I'm just upstairs. Excellent. Well, if you find yourself at the Storm Spire, avoid the graces and ask for Halvard. Ofrud Halvard. And I'll, I'll show you around myself. I thank him and uh, leave a uh, tip on the table for the barkeep that was that helped me out, and then yeah. go back to my friends to eat because I probably after that long ass story it kind of evens out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and she drops another dram of, of ski down for him. Um, before you guys head back, I do want to get Timber a little bit more uh, uh, rumor mill uh, with his. Excellent roll of a 24. Uh, one second, I just want to grab my map real quick so I have things correct on certain things. Where is he going? Where'd he go? He's going. Can somebody spell that guy's name for me? Yeah, Alfred. Alfred. Alfred I got the Ulfrud. No, 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 it's it's not Alfred. It's, it's, it's Halvard. Halvard. Yeah, Halvard. I, so, was, I didn't actually think it was Alfred. I was just fucking around. Okay, so there's Ulfrud, which is the, the title, and then Halvard, H-A-L-V-A-R-D. Um, okay. All right, so Timber. You... Um, with that 24, 
I'd say I'm going to give you two things with that. One, a, a brief continuation of the dwarf and the humans conversation before they leave the, the tavern. Um, they are um, continue kind of talking about uh, Serdic um, and his family. Uh, uh, you hear them particularly reference. Uh, you hear the, the the dwarf saying or the human saying. Well, I thought this was a particular travesty to hear what happened to Thordric over those months ago. Perhaps if the warden, if, perhaps if Warden Borg wasn't so violent in his death disposing of Thordric, perhaps Thordric would not be so violent himself. And you hear the dwarf responding. That's no excuse for putting our our young folk in danger and challenging the Oak, the Oxlin, challenging the court. Yeah, well, perhaps you're right, but yeah, the flogging of Thordric is remembered in this town. The outer stints, they remember. And, yeah. Call town. I would never. I wouldn't. I wouldn't leave this city with a purse heavier than silver. Um, so mainly, what you get there is the figure Thordric was uh, dis- deposed by the current warden of this town. Warden seems to be Borg. some title. Warden Borg. Um, and uh, more news of the dangers in the streets um the other thing you hear is not from these two but actually from the stranger in the corner who's cloaked heavily you hear them talking with another figure that's walked up to them uh who is they're dressed very finely um but uh you notice with that 24 that they they look uncomfortable in the nice clothes like they're constantly pulling at their neck collar and they you know you notice that their hair is not as nicely done as other people um as they're talking to the other individual um you just hear them say the f- majority of the conversation you don't understand it's in that cipher it's nonsense some might call it a cant um <laughs> The only thing that you hear is sort of towards the end when they slip out of their coded speech because what they're talking about is too specific for the coded speech. As you hear the voice of the uh, the cloaked person, it's a, it's a male voice. Um, it sounds harsh in the ways that like it has like a very normal human cadence that has this beastly vibrato. As he's just sort of, he just says, "And where to go? Where to go north? Up, up further?" And the other voice says, "Um, <clears throat> sorry, just checking something. No, no." further north and you'll get too close to Terramran. Up the West River. 
You eventually get to the steep, the steep bluffs, the mountains. And that's where you'll see the evidence. Confirm. And bring it back to the bring it back to Bring it back to the Amber Thistle. The big boss will reward you. Understood. And as you and Wizbick are going to return to the rest of your party, you watch this person push themselves off the table and head on back to um, leave. Um, and I'll say Curon is the only one who gets a glimpse of this person. Everyone else is too distracted, kind of eyeing the room. Curon, you see them. They're all pretty high on there, leaving stealthily. Um, but not high enough. Um, <laughs> and I'll say the only thing you notice, Curon, as they're stepping, they like they don't make eye contact with you, but they kind of are scanning the room and see you and, and, and glaze across you, and you kind of glaze across them. Their features are... You get a brief glimpse at the features of the face, and you can see through, like, kind of just, like, the convenient light of the fire. Their face has scales on it um these uh green scales like almost like it looks almost like a growth like you could almost mistake it for like a disease but then you notice that their um their eyes uh are not human like but draconid like So they look like someone who's middle of a, a trend. dragonborn. <laughs> no, they don't look like okay. a dragonborn. Okay, that's they look like a they look like Fucking a human. Fucking lizard, bro! They look like They've a human slowly Valyria? turning into a dragonborn. Okay. Uh, give me a religion check, real quick, or Ar Arcana check. Yes, you. Oh. Oh, yeah, who that is? <laughs> I think. Sorry, I've got fruit flies in my apartment. Oh, uh, what is? Over. What am I? Oh, what am <laughs> Arcana. I? Arcana. Twenty-two. All right, you got you got what you needed to get, or two more than you needed to get. Um, you have heard of individuals who were born with the blood of dragons within them, sorcerers who their magic comes from a dragon bloodline within them. Um, they are a dragon uh, sorcerer. Dragon blood, yeah. Dragon blood sorcerer. I, I th I'm going to commit to my wear lizard idea. That's I'm going to commit to my idea that uh, Sean's got one of those minority report uh, <laughs> screens that he's flipping cog. through his uh yeah yeah, yeah. oh when, when i'm grabbing at these fruit flies yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right here's my notes <laughs> oh no <laughs> okay uh but that person very quickly leaves um and you don't uh they don't they they 
they only look suspicious to you because your perception is so high. Um, you got and, it, be, and it's so high enough that you can see within the cloaked head to see that they are of dragon blood. Okay, um, any of this what? No, Karen hasn't said a single word since we sat down besides the server. Maybe small talk with Cal since, you know, he does that, but. Yeah, and, and, and this is literally like just happening now as Wiswick and, and, and Timber are, are heading back. Um, I'd say before they get there, your waiter does return. Um... <laughs> hey, Kieran, I made a friend. Oh, Wiswick, good for you. Yeah, he he works at that big spire that before we wanted to go check you out. Return. Ah, yes, before, right before Wizwick gets back, your waiter <laughs> gets back with your food. Um, this is when those of you who don't know what street bread is learn that it's fried brains. Um, <laughs> you ordered that for me? Which I guess you wouldn't really know. You just think it's really greasy, like veal nuggets. Yeah, it's just meat. Weird meat. Um, really greasy veal nuggets. But uh, but anyway, she comes back with an ale for Scarlet, a water for Curon, and a bottle of... Um, let's see what I got here. Uh, <laughs> gleaming, gleaming burst Gwyn rum. Uh, it is a dark rum um, from the Bright Shore itself uh, that is distilled uh, in a small island off of the main Bright Shore, Byzantium. Uh, what's the what's the vintner's mark on it? When was it? Uh, when was it cast? Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, no, that's a good point. Um, it is a. This is a nice bottle. Like it's it's aged uh, probably. I guess what it, what is it? It's twelve ninety. It's twelve ninety six. So it's a um, twelve fifty two. Uh, it's an 18 year old Damn. an 18 year old rum it is very nice um <clears throat> it costs uh this will cost you uh for the bottle uh, i just changed the accent this was a dwarf not the uh the french uh tavern keeper uh, <laughs> uh this will cost you about uh if i got my yes i'm correct uh this is a 60 gold bottle Oh, excellent. Uh, yeah, just uh, leave it. Certainly, sir. I'll get you all. I'll get, I'm imagining you're sharing it. I'll get a bunch of glasses. Thank you. All right, enjoy your meals. If you need anything, shout for me. Hey, Kieran, I made a friend. Oh, Wizwick, fantastic. You always were one to meet interesting individuals. Yeah, he works at the shrine. We could go check it out later. Big Spire. Oh, I would very much like to join. Cool. Yes. Yeah. Um. He said some problem. Like he's been having some problems with, uh, the um. The other religions in town. Something about the group called the Graces. Anybody know anything about that? Uh. Yeah. That's the. That should be the, the church of the Everflame, right? Oh yeah. Right. They, he, they said they were taking away their artifacts or something like that. Yeah, that sounds like them. Um, does it, actually? I don't know if that sounds like them. Uh, you would presume, based on... Um, you, this is not the experience in, in Endurus, but based right. on the conversations and the things you've heard the general say, in the way Oxlin behaves, it's it's 
it's shocking in the way like you are disconnected from it but like once you hear it you're like yeah that that makes sense <laughs> that makes sense i've heard that the uh the church in the north here is a little more um restrictive uh yeah it's, it's zendariel it's the everflame it's uh the i think the king heinrich is is a big fan i was about to say a big believer <laughs> and um uh the general was one or two so my it seems to me that the uh high court of uh of oxland tends to be into it so yes the uh the one the one true god i believe yes uh kieran says looking to timber making eyes being like yeah who's a wolf <laughs> who's a wolf doesn't that does no longer face as Kieran. yeah i know i know yeah. um Anyway, I, I learned not too much. The the guy was holding me up with some weird story. But uh there was some some weirdos that just walked out. Timber was eyeing up. Did anybody hear anything about what they were talking about? Did you hear anything about the syndicate? Mm, not really. Nope. Uh, as to the strangers, one of them looked like he was... Uh... Dragon blood, not one of the dragonborn, but one of the sorcerers, I believe. What did he look like? Uh, he looked human in nature, but his features were very draconic and green scales, almost like a, a plague had besieged him. Uh, Ember, uh, Timber's ears uh, pop up once uh, Kieran makes that uh, description. Yep, Scarlet's intrigued as well. Yes, that's all I saw, and then they walked out. Um, but I overheard the blacksmith there, Kieran motions to the rowdy group, uh, warning his apprentices that the streets become very dangerous after dark, from, it seems like, here into the, uh, beyond the walls. So if we're looking for trouble, Kieran says, looking around the table, like, is this a plan we might be doing? Looks like we'll have to go out after dark. It seems to be the only way. Yeah, straightforward is definitely the only way. Anyway, what is the slop that you ordered for me, Cal? Some kind of meat. I think it's veal. Is it cooked? Yeah. Veal sweetbread with a side of uh, deep dwarven blue cheese salad and some buttered peas. Look, there's there's blue cheese salad. You, we know how we we have, everyone likes blue cheese. Buttered like peas. Blue cheese. I say I say like nudging Kieran in a in a friendly. Manner. It's not that I dislike blue cheese, it's just dairy products. It's inhumane to the animal. Wiswick takes in what the butter? The... It's in... Inhumanoid. In... <laughs> Inhumanoid aid. <laughs> um, Unethical. I... Yeah. Wiswick... Okay. Sorry, I think... No, it's okay. No, it's okay. I think... <laughs> Alright. Scarlet is going to slowly stand up. I will be right back. Don't go anywhere. And I'm going to go out the door and I'm trying to follow said Dragonborn-esque person. I will need you to immediately give me a perception check to try to find them in the crowds yep. outside. 
Yeah. Did I say something? Did I upset her? Oh, she's I, very. Uh, I, I look at Timber. Yeah, Timber. Wolf, Timber looks at Cal and I'm and like, just like. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I just like that dog sneezes like. <laughs> and then follows Scarlet, like like trots oh, trots faster oh, yeah. after her. Natural twenty. Okay. You can uh, do if you want to. Twenty-five total. All right. I would like to follow behind her, but I wait a little while because I need to hurriedly take the two pieces of bread and make myself a sandwich to take with me. It's not bread. It's like a. It's it's sweet bread, which is just a nice name for brains. Well, then I make chopped a brain up and fried and veal sandwich. <laughs> I'll no, no, just. It's, it's the brains uh, of. It's a. There's no, there's no bread there, but I'll say if you if press you, the digitation to. I'll say, plate. I'll say you had some bread. Uh, <laughs> okay, great. And you make yourself a brain sandwich, uh, with some. <laughs> as you, as there's a train now going out the door, uh, of Scarlet Timber and then Wizwick. Scarlet. I'm wait here, so as not to ruin a possible tactical plan in progress. <laughs> Uh, Scarlet, uh, because of how high you rolled, you do spot you spot the cloak as it's turning a corner and leaving the um, uh, like the the road you came from. You know, you went around and then took that right into the middle square. It seems like they're heading back to Kala Town, which is the outer ring. Um, but you just spot the cloak leaving um, around that corner. If you wanted to, to I do want to pursue to pursue. Stealthily. Of course. That's what I was going to ask. Uh, give me a quick stealth check. You got it. Uh, Timber, you notice Scarlet starting to make her way there. She's about halfway down uh, the street. Timber's see? pretty fast, so. Yeah, you'll you'll easily catch up to her. Um, actually, you know, I'm going to say you catch up right away. Like Scarlet, you notice the cloak, and then you immediately see Wolf Timber next to you. What are you doing here? I told you I'd be right back. Don't get in my way. 18. 18, okay. So, Timber, uh, you watch as Scarlet, and you've seen this before. It's been a while because you guys haven't been in a town together, but you see the way she immediately, despite the raging red hair, uh, you know, you see her like grab, uh, and, like pull the hair back tight so that it's less poofy out. Um, you see her, she pulls the cloak over to conceal her armor and daggers as she just sort of slips into the crowd. Um, but you've experienced this before and you can easily enough follow her through as you're keeping at her heels. Um, I mean, the crowded street is not overwhelming, but as soon as you get into Calatown, it will be overwhelming because there's a, it's, it's three o'clock in the afternoon in a very busy trading town. Um, so you are squeezing through the uh, streets of Kala Town at this point. Um, Wiswick, when you get outside, I need you to give me a perception check real quick to catch Scarlet as she's slipping into the crowd. Is it possible to use my familiar's role if I summon him immediately? Yes. Okay, um, great. Is Wiswick going to die from the stampede of people? It could be like the Lion King. <laughs> Well, I was thinking more of some sort of like noir esque thing where I just come out of that, uh, the uh, thing like very casually and just like slowly walk in the direction of 
uh, Scarlet with like no urgency whatsoever and just letting the bat do all the work. Um, I bat got a fourteen. The bat does not notice Scarlet as she rolled an eighteen. Uh, you do not. The uh, jet is unable to locate Scarlet as she has slipped into the crowd. Uh, Timber, do you want to be conspicuous, or are you trying to be, or or not, when you're following Scarlet? Uh, since I'm following her heels, uh, I imagine I just have what she has too. That's a good point, and you're also lower, so you're hidden by. Um, I would just ask you to give me a quick stealth check just sure. to see if Blizzard notices you. He's also just a dog. Wolf. I'm just a wolf. I'm so People will explain away you. a wolf. I got a 19. Dog. So, yeah, Jet does not notice Scarlet or Timber as they've entered into the off street into Calatown from the, um, from the Stormspire Circle. So you're standing outside. Jet is fluttering around in the sky. There's a few people who notice. Like, well, that's strange. Um, but uh, you can't get a you can't get a lock on Scarlet or Timber. Yeah. After I let him investigate for a little while, I might like. I mean, I think I would investigate too. After like the first couple of seconds, like the Jet not finding anyone, but mm -hmm. like I'd probably just ask a few people and if. They didn't see anybody, which I doubt they did. I, I'll just head back into the bar. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this crowd is very like this. This section of town is very untouched by the, like it's a hardcore gated community. So you don't really you're you look around the crowd around you, and there's just sort of folk walking to and fro in nice clothing. You do notice the thick of the crowd down the street. Um, where you see it's like a, such a like a very stark cutoff between the fine stone buildings and the the tightly packed timber and stucco homes. Um, it's hard to discern much from it. Um, it's such a cacophony uh, that just just looking out, you wouldn't be able to really discern other than that uh, economic divide. Okay, um, so. Just going in the general direction of uh, the like poorer side of town, just as a guess. Okay. I think I would probably just look around a little bit there, investigate, see if I uh, just ask people like if I've seen if they've seen her or check yeah. down alleyways. Give me an investigation check. Ooh, nineteen plus. Seven. So you wander into these streets and uh, you look around and you kind of get overwhelmed by the crowd of people. You hear like these these side markets shouting out and you see people shouting back for their orders and whatnot. There's just people. The street is so crap crowded. Like you're even you're like shocked thinking that you even got your cart through um, at this point. But you go up and you kind of just like tapping on people's calves uh, or, uh, or or thighs and you're just like and you finally get the attention of this one like uh this this one woman who's just like selling fruit from her stand and, and no one's really seeming to buy it because there's a lot of fruit flies around it uh like my apartment uh <laughs> and she looks down at you and just goes oh i think i saw a uh, a dog running through 
uh, gray and shabby. Uh, yeah, he went up street, up street. Um, so you see her pointing up uh, the northern road, uh, deeper uh, north, uh, cutting back to Scarlet and Timber. Um, Scarlet, you notice you notice uh, the dragon-blooded figure curving up into the northern passage of the streets. Um, I'd like you to give me another perception check to keep track of him as he's now within the crowded streets. Wow, he did 15. Not. I rolled real poorly <laughs> on himself. Um, you notice him and you start to follow him through the streets and you get pretty far in, like you're trailing him for like five minutes straight through these this crowded street as you notice him take a quick look back behind. Give me a stealth check. <laughs> Ooh, not good. Twelve. Two plus ten. Well, he got an eleven. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you spot him take a sharp right or left. Sorry, left. Mm -hmm. uh, and like you're pretty far away from that street, the artisan's path street. Like you're almost a little overwhelmed uh, how far away you've gotten from the tavern. Mm -hmm. But he took a, a sharp left into an alleyway um, right, left a sharp left um where the shop that's right next to this alleyway you notice is called the revival meat house okay it is not the butcher shop that you saw drothel by where cal gave him the the, the silver this is a different um different shop um okay. but you see him take a quick left turn into this alleyway Okay, I still would like to pursue. Okay. Timber, you're going to keep following Scarlet? Okay. Uh, Wizwick, I can say you, you can run up the street and attempt to spot Wizwick if you, or uh, Timber, if you'd like. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Somewhere along the way, could I have replaced my uh, brain sandwich with the uh, links of sausage as a uh, scarf around my neck? Nobody gets like, that reference. I think I, I think I do get that reference. What is that from? Oliver and Company. Oh, oh. my god! It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a great reference. You know what? Wispa, give me a quick sled of hand check. Oliver, are you oh, yeah. in that film? No. I know exactly. Now that you've said it, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. Oh my god! I haven't seen that movie in so long. I got a sixteen plus three, nineteen. Wizwick, you're moving through the crowd and you're so small moving between people's legs and you spot to your left a very small uh, meat stall and you see some some cured sausages and you sneak up to the side while the uh, the person is speaking to a patron and you just yank a link off, a, a chain of links off and you start heading up street, end of the sausage links in your mouth, the rest wrapped around your neck like a scarf. Tabby Cat's not... chasing me behind. <laughs> As you are heading up through the streets, what is your perception check to catch Timber? Oh, this isn't going to be good. Timber, give me a uh, uh, stealth check. I didn't get in that 20, but it's a 17. Come on, just screw up for once in your life, Timber. You're so lucky. I, ro I rolled a 10. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say... So with you... Pass Without a Trace, that's a 20. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't have it on. Don't worry. Uh, I'd say you're rushing through the crowd, and you just get this this glimpse of a of a poofy tail in the distance, the the furry tail of timber, as you immediately start rushing forward, powered by the sausage links, uh, and you 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 just catch up to them as they're entering into this alleyway to follow the stranger um, that they're pursuing. Scarlet, I need you to give me a perception check again. Thirteen. So, what you notice about this alley is that it is, um, there's a lot of detritus and trash all around. Um, you know, stuff that's being thrown off the, the, the top floor from the butcher shop. Uh, kind of the refuse of the butcher shop. Um, you notice a, like, this uh, hunched-over old woman who has a cart, uh, who is just sort of, like, she's, like, taking the, the refuse of the butcher shop to go dispose of it. That seems to be her job. Um, uh, she looks like she's probably in her late 70s. Um, really crooked back, hair held up in this very poofy gray bun. Um... You know, wrinkles so deep uh, that they could—they have stories for days. Um, as she's slowly pushing this cart past you, and you look before you, and you do not see the cloaked figure. As you just see, this area goes all the way to the wall—the walls, the palisade walls—and um, there's buildings on the sides, timber and stucco buildings, um, little nooks and cranny alleyways in there like a very like the alleyways here are very labyrinthine like a um like venice or uh or or um other medieval uh cities in europe um and you've seemed to have lost them uh what would you like to do as you see timber steps up next to you and shortly thereafter Wiswick will come what up from behind. What are you doing there? Why? I said I would be right back. Oh, Timber, I lost him. Can you see him? Uh, can I make a survival check to see if I can... Can I Can I go in the alleyway and slowly look for tracks of where yes. he may have went? Yeah. I in the sky. Also. Ooh, hello, baby. Yeah, go ahead and give me a... a um, that's a dirty 20. Dirty 20? Okay. Um, Don't even... I'm not even going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> These fucking flies. Get, get, uh, get rid of your fruit, dude. <laughs> I have no fruit right now. <laughs> but, but you're Sean, the apple of my eye. Scurvy. Oh, my God. I know. I need, to get, I need to get some apple cider vinegar for these things. Anyway... Dirty 20? Excellent. Uh, Timber, you start moving your way through the alley, and there's not a lot of signs of, like, say, like, footprints, necessarily, um, just because there's so much detritus here that it, it definitely looks like someone had moved quickly through here, but it's all over the place, and it's hard to notice exactly where it leads to. Um, the old woman kind of gives you a nice smile as you're passing by, and she gives you, she reaches out for a pet on your, your head. And you kind of get distracted for a moment by this. But then you look back over and you notice, you hear actually the sound of trickling water. Uh, and you move closer to the, uh, the 
where the palisade wall is and you do notice that there is a drainage uh, uh, ditch that has a um, a grate over where it's draining to and uh, although you're uncertain if uh, this is where this leads anywhere it does seem to have been haphazardly placed back on top of the, the grate of the drainage ditch uh, so yeah like kind of looking down at it um look look back at scarlet and then look look at the drainage ditch and then i'll see all right they went below i want to keep going but i don't <sighs> what Do right, i'm gonna going? i'm gonna stand on on the drainage ditch just looking at her <laughs> I look at both of them and I say, I say we go. Uh, we, Timber, Timber, Timber goes in the back of Wiswick, picks him up by the, by the scruff of his shirt, and just starts walking back down, down the alley. Uh, how far away do you get? Because I'm totally going to try and go down the drain if you do that. <laughs> I mean, he's walking away. All right, um, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look behind. <laughs> I think it would be the type of thing away. where, like, I wouldn't want to leave without Scarlet. Or I'm just gonna be like, all right, all right, I'll start following, and then as you turn back around, I want to try and get under there. Are you trying to like, yeah, without follow, him and then like, I mean, he'll notice pretty well, quickly. Yeah, I quick as possible, I'd like to lose Timber and get in the drain. Uh, I'd say it's going to be very hard to lose Timber because yeah. you're in an empty alleyway. Okay, um, well, <laughs> maybe not just, lose Just saying, like, as soon as you pretend to start walking and then start running back, he'll yeah. notice immediately. Okay, well then I want to try and get in the drain before he can do anything. Okay, I mean, you can, Timber, you start to walk back, she starts to follow you, and then you hear her quickly Skirt, detritus moves, and then as she's rushing back towards the drain, which is about like 40 feet away at this point. Uh, Timber hears this and goes, and then just keeps going back to the tavern. (laughs) I mean, what's he going to (laughs) do? I mean, I want to go. I, I, uh, I I cast Misty stuff to go back to the drain. Uh, yeah, you bamf out of his ma- his mouth, and you appear ten feet in front of the uh, the drain, where you see Scarlet is now lifting it and is about to jump down. Before I leave, I say, "Timber, we can't let her have all the fun," and then I go. Timber, what do you do? Um, let my friends die. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the tavern. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I figured as much. Chris, we uh, go back. Don't just go. I'll let you know what I find. No way. That's this, so boring. If this is who I think it is, not safe. Look, that that, that stone, uh, like that that sewer. It's definitely made out of stone. You know how good I sneak in stony areas. I'll blend right in. I won't say a word. You'll need me. What if you need to go invisible or something? Don't get in my way. And I go down. Yay! <laughs> okay. 
Uh, before you go down, I'll check back in with Cal and Kiron. <laughs> so, I don't know. Ten gold thinks that we could probably find a lead faster than they can. Right? <laughs> You're muted, I think, uh, Kiron. You do that thing sometimes where your voice, your mouth's moving. Yeah, it's fine. I assume it's Elysian in nature. We've already found a lead, haven't we? We just have to wait for dark. Sometimes patience is True. the best option. True. But, and I'm only going to say this, if, Sean, is there anyone, um, I'm looking for like a young group of rakes, you know? <laughs> I'm looking for like a, like some guys, or girl, whatever, like like people, rich people that clearly are just bored because they're rich and drink too much. <laughs> You know what? I already described a group like you that. You did. I recall that, but I was like, I want to make sure. Are they like 30 and under? 35? Like, yes, I'm not looking yes. For like adult. Yeah, okay. This very clearly looks like like they're probably like a young the, bunch chil of the children of guild masters. The children yeah. of, you know, like uh, well, well-to-do uh, merchants in the region. Like they're clearly the way they're drinking heavily on a on a uh, a tears dog afternoon. Oh, it's a, no, it's a tears dog. It's Tuesday. I will make note of that. <laughs> they do. They do not have jobs, but they have yeah, money perfect. to spend. Perfect. 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 Look out! They may be squatters. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna size them up, and then I'll say what I was gonna say. True. Patience usually does pay off, and that's definitely still going to be the uh, the way we end up probably doing this. But I bet you I can get us closer. And I point over to them, not not in a conspicuous manner. Mm -hmm. And I, I pick up that bottle of rum, and I hand it to Robert, and I say, Robert, if you could be a darling and sit on this uh, until you're ready to go upstairs, and then put it somewhere very secret. Oh, 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 oh like like just like hold it. Yeah, you don't actually just make sure it doesn't go anywhere. And then when you go upstairs. Take it up, put it in our things, and make it safe. Okay. Uh, We're not drinking yeah. that now, is my point. That is it. Oh, okay. No, no. And, and, and uh, <laughs> No, that's just for me. That wasn't a part of the whole charade here. Okay. And, well, uh, are you guys leaving too? No, I'll be... No, no just... they're, they're going to the group of people. No, he knows that. Well, Robert, he's, he, he, Robert's asking. Oh, Robert like has Sean. a similar voice to Sean. I'm sorry. He just sounds like confused Sean. That's all Robert is. <laughs> <laughs> he's my manifestation in the world. <laughs> Robert is the. Do you make a DM character, Sean? <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah. I mean, are you gonna no, pay for Robert, lunch? Stay. Yes, I got. It's already. It's on the. I'm sure there's a tab here. It's okay. Uh, okay. Keep drinking whatever you want within reason, except for that bottle. And you, you're See, off. Like I said, you're off the afternoon. He pushes it into his bag. He's like, "Oh, okay, great." Yeah. Uh, see Thanks, Robert. <laughs> tomorrow, whenever oh. or later, it doesn't matter. You See, you you put too much stress on this. You're off for well, the day. Do whatever you want. <laughs> all right. And you see, he starts eating his brains. <laughs> Brain. <laughs> As he just has the bottle of rum between his thighs on the chair. Just like, no one's getting this rum. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, you joining me might might be interesting. No, see, because you can't lie. Fuck. You think you could lie? You think you could pull it off? 
What's the lie? We're not looking for anyone. We're just here on business. Well, we are here on business. All right. Our, my father's here on business. You're somebody I met up. No, we'll figure it out. Follow me. <laughs> oh, and I, uh, I uh, pick up nothing. And I go over to that group O-Rakes. Okay. And, and I just, if there's an empty chair, I'm not going to, like, wait, you know? I'm just going to, like, kick it out and sit in it. Okay. Uh, I guess just for your reference of, mm -hmm. like, the demographics of this group, there are um, three men and two women. Um, there is a half-elven gentleman. Judging by his features, uh, he is likely, uh, like a lot of the half-elves throughout the, the Quintarchy, half-quinn. Um, so he has sort of a tan complexion with uh, um, uh, a very short, short uh, hairstyle, um, bright amber eyes. Um, and then you see the other two men are both uh, human. Um, they have Zverel features. They have, one has very blonde hair. The other one has uh, red hair. Um, they're all dressed, obviously, to the nines. Um, the two women are, are also, uh, one is human, and then the other one is uh, is actually a dwarven woman um, with uh, very, like she's got very uh, wildly done hair in the sense of like she probably- Elaborately coiffured. Yes, like she like, her, her, her like, servant absolutely helped her with her hair for like two hours this morning and that seems to be what she does every morning and like the men look like they get a haircut every single day like mm. they it's kept perfectly they remind you 100 percent of the people your parents expected you to hang out with back in right. uh storm rain right um 100 just prim proper properly tr properly trained on etiquette but also they're not from a house with as many expectations as yours, so they're just given money to go free walk, free range, um, like chickens. Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a chair out. Judging by you said they were drinking pretty hard, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna casually kick a chair out and just kind of like sit out. Just be like, hello there, friends. You see, they all just very quickly look to you in that very, like, you're 20 and they're 18, but for some reason that seems like a huge breath to them. Uh, oh, they're young? Oh, they're young? Okay, all right. Yeah, they're no, they're not, like, that, 29. That adjusts they're, this entire conversation. Um, they're definitely, I, I'm not going to, they're not 18, but they are your age. They're not yeah, okay. older than you. They're in your age group. But they all kind of look to you, and you, you can really, now that you're up close, see that they've, They've probably been drinking quickly for the last two hours. Mm. And you see the, the half-elven goes, the half-elven uh, man with the amber eyes goes, oh, oh, hello, hello. And he kind of like, at first was weirded out, but then he sees like the the fineness of your clothes, even though they have like yeah. rough marks all over them. And he's like, oh, good good morning. Good, good afternoon, sir. Uh, you look like 
uh, you've never been here before, uh, <laughs> and you, your those clothes. Beautiful. Though it Why, looks like they you. could use some laundering. Uh, yes, that actually is partly the reason I came over here. I, I saw we were just, and we're just, we're, we are 100% balls to the wall, flattery, charisma, like, like every word is just dripping in just like the worst. The person didn't want to be, you know what I mean? Like, this is like, he's just like, yep, right into it. Here we go. Um, um real quick, did you motion Kieran to join you? Yes, I did. Sorry. Oh, okay. So then he is awkwardly standing behind Cal, has not pulled out a chair, has not said anything, and has a a very, not somber look, but it's just like a, you know, almost yeah. disinterested. Uh, thank you very much, and the same to you about yours. In fact, that was part of the reason I came over here. I need a tailor in town since I'll be here for um, who knows how long, maybe even days. Uh, do you mind if, if my friend and I join you? Oh, oh, certainly. We are having a day. It's... Oh? Yes. And we'd be happy to get to know some new friends. And he'll, like, look past you to Kiran and be like... Isn't every day a day? What makes this day so special? You'll what have makes, to forgive him. He's... What makes this day special is... Brunch. Ha! Brunch, I say! <laughs> and, like, just... Ugh. Uh, um, <laughs> a fakest voice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't. Tim can't even do it. Like I don't even. But, I'm trying to express but, uh, like. But but also, today's the day that Cliff Hall here gets his his first his first. I I don't know what the term for trust fund is. <laughs> trust fund payment is. He's he is allowance. Uh, it's literally allowance. He's, I know. That's why I was. I, yeah. He gets his first. <laughs> It is his first year out of the house. He has his allowance. We've got a loft in the artisan's path. And you can tell to them the artisan's path, the second nicest place in the city, is like slubbing it. <laughs> like in the artisan's path down the street. Ah, oh, it is a beautiful day for Cliff Hall. And you see the... Um, the one of the uh, human men who just sort of like raises his cup and he's like, this is a great day. Uh, you can tell they've been like feeding this kid drinks. This is like yeah. an 18-year-old, uh, you know, very short-cropped hair, um, just looks like a baby, essentially. Like, like looks like a freshman in college that doesn't belong at the party. Yeah, um, cool. <laughs> well, Cliff Hall then, it's certainly a day to celebrate. And how about... Uh, as a thank you for allowing us to sit with you, I'll pick up the next round. And I like, I do the next round sign to the nearest. And they all, I... they all cheer as uh, someone, a very beleaguered waitress, comes over and takes their empties, and is like, oh, okay. Uh, uh, I pull out a chair for Kieran. <laughs> Kieran awkwardly sits down and then leaning over to Cal, whispers in Elvish, "What does he mean by allow?" Uh, it responded in Elvish. Uh, without, like, like my eyes are still smiling, but underneath my hand, you know? Yeah. Uh, responding in Elvish, I'll say, uh, I honestly, we'll just talk about it later. It's really just not. You, you hear the, 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 the it's one, it's not that the, ha <laughs> the half-elven, uh, man goes, oh, you, you're speaking in Elvish? You're speaking in Elvish? Yes, unfortunately, I had you're to learn in my younger years. 
You're speaking in Elvish. Uh, yep. So I'm going to start. Um, uh, yes, we are. Uh, sorry, I'll just. I'll yes, we are. We uh, uh, I to learn as a. Uh, my family has a lot of business contacts up in his neck of the woods, but it did allow me to meet my fine friend here, and I throw an arm around his shoulders. Uh, and and in the last, uh, what is it now, three months, we've been traveling uh, yes. as, uh, you know, the money men, they go about their business. I'm just here to lend a, lend a little uh, weight to the party, as it were. Uh, and then I, 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 like, I, like, pat Kieran on the shoulder as if to be like, don't say anything. <laughs> Kieran looks around, very confused, bewildered, but it's like, yes. And where are my manners? I'm so sorry. I am Tamlin uh, something in uh, some Oxlish name. Cumberbatch. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tamlin. That's, we're going to get sued. I'm Tamlin Banderdatch. And <laughs> Bandersnatch. No, I didn't want to do that either because we'd also be scared. <laughs> um, well, Tamlin, you are welcome in our our gathering. This Vanderson. is Cl this is Cliff Hall, as you've heard. My name is Arlen, uh, and this is. And then you hear the the third uh, gentleman kind of chimes up, kind of like. You can tell there's like like an alpha male feud between them. He's like, and I am, and I am Florin. He's like, yes, yes, yes. You don't have to be dramatic about it, Florin. Uh, and this is Regan. As you see, the uh, the human woman is just sort of like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, later for podcast recording. I don't know how best to describe that, but. Sean just made the greatest white girl drug face I have ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> I've known a lot of girls and a lot of white girls and a lot of drunk white girls, and that was better than all. <laughs> and her name is Regan. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm not apologizing to any girl named Regan. And Fuck of course, you. we don't want you here. Of course, you this we is Telus. And then you see the dwarven, the dwarven woman just gives you, brings up her her glass. You can see she's got this like goblet of of wine, like she brought her own goblet for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and she says, "Welcome to Runshire. You two look like you don't belong here. Well, you kind of look like you belong here, but you got a lot of holes in your jacket." <laughs> the uh, well, we've been on the road now, as I said. For uh, I think it's three months, and uh, honestly, this is the first civilized place I've been to. <laughs> um, have you been into Tresix? Ugh. Oh, my God. Um, oh, you see Arlen's like, oh, Tresix. Mm, exactly. He's a bunch uh, of yokels. And wasn't that bad? I, uh, I, I, I let him say that, actually. And I go, you, you'll have to forgive my, uh, my friend. He's from a very good family up in Elysia, and uh, uh, he just hasn't been around that much. So uh, he's the first time, his first time in Zvirwald, and his first time really in any kind of civilization. We weren't even in Oxland before. We were just just in King Tresix. Yep. Before that, we were right? What'd you say? Before that, we were up in Sibia, right? We passed through it, yes. I say oh, with a look that says, shut the fuck up! <laughs> my my uncle goes to hunting in Sibia in the summertime. Oh. 
Batresix, oh. Mm. Oh, unless you're having a bender in Meduin. What are you going <laughs> there for? We weren't even in Meduin. That's the problem. And then we can complain about Tresix for as long as you want. And then yeah. uh, my goal is, uh, so at some point, once, you know, we kept getting drunker, um, or they kept getting drunker, and I made pretend like I was getting drunker, um, I would say. So, so to be honest, like I said, this is the first time in, in civilization since we left. And, and um, uh, yeah, to be honest, as much as I love places like this, obviously the beer, the, the the drinks are infinitely better than anywhere else. I think I do kind of crave a bit of a a bit more action, if you know what I'm saying. And I look uh, uh, specifically at Mr. Alpha Male, half elf. When I say that, Arlen. Yep. No, I, yeah, I just wanted to denigrate him. Yep. And he looks at you and he kind of looks over like Cliff Hall after like the next two rounds of drinks. He's like, he's, he's like that guy at the, the bar whose head is on the table and like one hand on his cup. And you're, and you're kind of like, oh, is he sleeping or should we bring him home? Uh, and then like Arlen is talking to you mostly with Telus, the dwarven uh, woman. And then Regan is just sort of. <laughs> you're from Enduris? <laughs> As a matter of fact, I am, I say. And then. Right along uh, the Oxlandish border. Is this cover story? Does not exist. The Oxland border, too. <laughs> yeah, it does. No. It border all... in the south. No, no, the, the Tressex goes across the southern. I will fucking fight you over this. I mean. I invented this. Who, who's been drawing the map? Right. Sunday. <laughs> I know. Right. I'm just, well, there I guess is... to be fair, the version I have doesn't have a lot of lines on it. Yeah, uh, it's there's there's Tresix expands across is like the 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 bread belt of the uh, Quintarchy. Right. Um, but uh, Western uh, or Oxen Eastern Tresix territory then. Oxen really actually doesn't have a lot of territory. Yeah, Durus is way bigger. We're gonna kick their ass one day. Um, well, I mean, if, if you're looking at the, that's Tim's political map, leanings. Though. If you're looking at this map, it's a little different. But anyway, well, I guess yeah. Regardless, she, she's just like I've never been to Vermelsia. Um <laughs> But anyway, uh, Arlen uh, looks to you and just sort of goes, "Oh, you're looking for something a bit more exciting than the uh, Grace and Duchess in the Artisan's Path? Is that so?" What sort yeah, of, probably uh, something. Um, honestly, I want to show uh, uh, my good friend here, who I don't think I've said his name. Um, uh, I think I, I want to show him a bit more of the uh, more dangerous side of civilization. Danger, you say? And I uh, raise you, my eyebrows like I'm in the know. Yeah. Uh, give me a quick uh, persuasion check, and I'll say with advantage with Kiron, like. Unintentionally helping, smiling, like as, yeah. smiling. as the <laughs> as the innocent bystander, like these these are like you're talking to like like frat kids and sorority kids who are like, yeah. look at this innocent kid, let's bring him. <laughs> I'm so much older than all of you combined. Yeah, <laughs> literally, literally, I'm pretty literally, sure yeah. that you are older than all of them combined. Yeah, <laughs> probably like twice over. About. Yeah. Huron, um, you are literally twice as old as them, with a little bit extra. 
Uh, persuasion, you say? Yes. That's a... F- no, I can do math. That's a 19. So you see Arlen I looks past a, you. I'm proficient. Look, looks past you to, um, to Tellus, the dwarven woman, who then kind of gives him a big grin and then just sort of nods to him and he goes, well, we may need to... Well, I don't know. You've got a sword, don't you? Maybe you can protect <laughs> us at night, but... Yes, I've yes, heard. I've got you. And I say, like, looking at Regan, like, I've got you. Fuck it, fuck it. And she's it. like, she's like, oh my god. This is this is no performance. This is not Cal's, like, I'm a man. Yeah. It's like, no, fuck, you have I hate a sword? And then... <laughs> I've got, like, four swords, actually. Oh Just... And you see, she looks, <laughs> she looks, she looks at, at Kieran, she's like, you're an elf. Yes, an Elysian elf. You see, you see Florin like elbows, and he's like, you can't just say you're an elf anymore. <laughs> it is the century <laughs> of the goat. It's like, but anyway, uh, Arlen then looks to her and says, "Well, we might need to, we may need to ditch some dead weight." As he nods his head to Cliff Hall, uh, he's dead. Maybe borrow, uh, borrow a few it's gold a from his, <laughs> borrow a few gold from his purse. You know. Amongst friends, and uh, and then if 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 you if you want a truly dangerous night, you see mm. as he finishes his drink uh, in a foolishly alpha male way, uh, he says, "Well, we could always slum it into the gap and go to the lighted row." I've heard there's all manner of debauchery there. Well, I've always said that uh, it's not really a good night unless you've risked life in them, eh? Well, if hey, old boy! <laughs> and you see, uh, t- tell us, it's like, I guess it depends on what you're looking for, lads. Little princeling. Uh... What'd you say to me? She called you a princeling. Oh, I uh, <laughs> wink at her saucily. And, uh... God. And, uh... It's you're a character, Shannon. She uh, says, um, you're looking to shed blood? Uh, in a flirty way, Cal says, I'm looking to shed a lot of things if you catch my drift. He says, like, kind of like loosening his jacket. Give me a persuasion check. Thank you. <laughs> Dude, can I get fucking inspiration for that line? That was off the top of my goddamn head. I'll give you, I'll give you advantage. Since you're playing, you're playing these rich kids it quite well. It helped by exactly one. Um, a 17. So, she, yeah, so the, the Dwarven woman is kind of... She she does that thing where she's kind of like... I kind of like, oh, he's braver than I thought. Um, I, I have so many swords up. Yeah, Reagan is distracted by Kiron. She's now been like, who, braid, who braids your hair? <laughs> <laughs> my mother tossed me, and the women of my village... I, I do it myself almost every every week. Can you braid my hair? <laughs> I would be honored this one. As, <laughs> as Kiran begins braiding Regan's hair. Kiran laid this oh my god. <laughs> we call the Philistine braid. But this is like totally the situation where like Kiran goes up to his room with her and she's just sort of they don't 
nothing happens. They just braid each other's hair until morning. <laughs> yeah, is He's like, have you heard of Ilivania? Sure. She wakes up the next morning like, I believe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I converted someone. Anyway, uh, you see Telus uh, looks past you to to Arlen and he goes, well, if you're so inclined for some danger and to, as you said, shed many things, dispose of uh, your attire, wear something a bit grungier, and uh, meet us in... Meet us outside the Hag's End Tavern in the Outerstead Squall later tonight. We'll make our way into Blighted Row. We'll find... We'll, there's no way we won't find something dangerous there. Well, looks like uh, perhaps uh, Orenshire won't be quite so boring after all. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be. Aren't we here looking for the kidnapper? I whistle very loudly. <laughs> and you see, and she's like, kidnapper? <laughs> As, no, you uh, got the word wrong. You meant, and I say in Elvis, shut the fuck up! <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Arlen, in the douchiest way possible, looks at you, Kiron, and in Elvish says, yeah, shut the fuck up! <laughs> Kiron looks a little taken aback. He's like, oh, I just need to keep my mouth shut. Literally, literally the worst people in the entire kingdom. Um... I look to Ireland and I give him a wink, like you get the game. You know, you know, you get what we're doing to this game. If you if you don't know where, if you don't know how to get to the Squall District, mm -hmm. head out into Kala Town, exit through the Eastern Gatehouse. Mm -hmm. You're right there. Follow the Northern Road up around until you see the river, and that's where the gap begins. We'll be waiting there outside, inside, having a few at the Hag's End Tavern. Excellent. It'll uh, certainly be me and Talis, and we might invite some of our some of our outer stead friends. Ooh. They're so dirty. You know, wait, I have, <laughs> I, have, I, I have a few that have been traveling with our party. They're you know security and what's not, but on, on occasion they're good for they're good for a uh, a, a drink and a uh, rumble. I was gonna say tumble. That means a very different thing. I've had a rumble. <laughs> well, you all lot seem very fun. <laughs> And I'd love to see you in the fighting pits. Oh, yeah, I know that. Well, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. And then you see, tell us, it's I like, need a few Alan, remember where we are? Oh, I'm so sorry. I just got so excited. We don't get to hang out with a lot of out-of-towners. Well, I'll see you after sundown then at the Hag's End Tavern. We hope, we look forward to seeing you there. Lovely to meet you all. I... Give him a round of, of rakish bows, and I go back to my table. It's like, it's like, and you see, uh, um, Ray, R Regan has her new braid, and she's just Kieran rubbing it. She's like, out in a very thank you. Way. <laughs> you guys are the best. Thank you. Um, uh, <laughs> give me another white claw. Sorry. <laughs> Um, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you I fucking love bar seeds. My favorite thing on the goddamn planet. I love them. I have the longest list 
of NPCs in my document, <laughs> and none of these fuckers are on there. I've been there for you, Stefan, in these types of scenes. <laughs> How many sewer monsters have names? <laughs> anyway, I would like to cut back to Scarlet, Timber, and uh, Wizwick. Real quick, um, before we Timber's do that, gone. Though, <laughs> correct, correct. Actually, really, actually, really good point, Timber. I would say you get back. You get back to the tavern um, at towards the end of that conversation. So what you walk in on is you see Kiron finishing a braid in a very drunk human girl's hair, as as Cal Cal is giving a rakish bow to this group of very drunk noble uh, noble children, essentially. Uh, you know, 19 and 20 year olds with medieval trust funds. Uh, as And then you, you, you come in and you can approach them as they're walking away from the table if you would like. Uh, Timber is, starts walking up and then he starts hearing what they're talking about and is like, I'm gonna walk to my room. So he just he just goes upstairs, just you know, lone yeah. wolf. <laughs> and Timber, as you start walking up the stair, as you start walking up the stairs, and Cal and uh, Kiran, as you're walking away, you hear in the distance, "Is that a dog?" <laughs> <laughs> walk faster, Timber. Yeah, I walk faster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about that one. She seems to sound alcohol. I'll, uh, well, we can, yeah, just give it a hand. <laughs> I say as we're getting away. Uh, I want to make sure that we do have a tab here and that I'm not stealing anything. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Before I head up, because I... Uh, well, yeah, before I, you... Um, before you... To. Yeah, before you head up, you, 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 you connect with Embla, and she just says... We have your horses and wagons. So there is a tab. Don't worry. I, yeah, we'll settle I, it at the end of your stay. Thank you very much. Um, mistress, I guess, would be the official... The you may call me mistress if you'd like. Mistress <laughs> Boro, I like it. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, well, not that way. I was just trying to be polite. She is... Uh, she's very nice. Uh, Moving on. Moving Uh, on. So, Scarlet, I presume you step down first, then Wiswick follows. As you're climbing down, it is a, like, loosely built iron ladder that leads down. And as you get down, there's... I'm going to change the uh, ambient tone from the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Before we go anywhere, I do want to, like, give Wiswick a talking to. All right, so I say you, you reach down to the bottom. There's dripping water from above, uh, melting. Uh, there is, because there is still, like, really melty snow on the rooftops of these um, of these buildings. Um, you are, uh, even though you're not, like, as far north as Sivia, you are still in the north. So there is still kind of a chill to the breeze. There's, But it's, you know, you're entering the end of the first month of spring. So there is dripping of the... Uh, there is drainage going in. There's the drainage is like t- kind of grossly mixed with like some of the refuse of the butcher shop, so it smells horrible. 
beyond just the typical still water of a sewer. But you get to the bottom, you look beyond, and there's just that classic circular tubular um, sewer moving forward. You and Wiswick are standing now in a couple inches of still water. You hear the sounds of rats in the distance. You can go ahead and give Wiswick a All right. Yep. I'll get down on your level, Wiswick, and I'm going to look straight in your eyes. I'm almost certain I recognize the person we're following. And if I'm correct, I practically raised him. So he's going to recognize me. I don't, it's been, I don't know, at least, at least two years since the last time I saw him. But when I said, don't get in my way, I meant it. I don't want you to get hurt. I don't want them to get hurt. I need you not to fuck this up. Uh, and I mean that in the most sincere way possible. Okay, Scarlet. I mean, it's your show. I'll 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 play in the background. Is there is there anything else I should know? Like, do you want me to just stay quiet and out of the way, or would you yes. want me? If anything goes wrong, go back and get the others. That's what I want you to do. Oh, I'm not going to leave you here. Go back and get the others if something goes wrong. I'll be fine. He knows me, and I know him. If if you think that's what's right, I, I, I it's your call to make, but... I, I I don't think this is a smart idea, and I, I'm just, I, I got your back, okay? I appreciate it, and I yours. All right, great. Let's go. And we go. All right. Uh, I want to send Jet out down the hallway, just echolocating. Sure. Certainly. Uh, so go ahead and send Jet down with a perception check. Do you want to look through his eyes? Uh, I'd say I'm... I guess so. Why not? Really, I'm just looking for any signs of movement. Like, he's just looking for the bare minimum and then probably running back or just staying up in a... a what's called? Yeah. On the ceiling far away somewhere. Sure. It's Scarlet, you, you, you're about to step forward when Wizwick grabs your hand and you see that familiar... His eyes go white as he goes into Jet's eyes. Give me a perception check for Jet. All right. Nat 20. Nice. All right. Excellent. All right. On the invisible dice. So yeah. you, see, you see Jet uh, flies about, um, about 20 feet into the tunnel. Uh, maybe more like yeah, more like 30 feet into the tunnel, and he comes to a crossroad of the sewers, uh, where you see there are appears to be the point where several downhill canals meet, and then go to another downhill canal that likely leads out to the river, um, in some way. Uh, and Jet kind of finds a place to 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 cling to the wall there and listens, 
And through the drips and the drops, and because of his blind sight and echolocation, he catches something out of the ordinary. It's not just the rats moving about and the drips of the water and the still gross sewage. He catches down the... Where's my map? Down the left path of this this uh, crossroad um, that goes slightly uphill in a different direction. He hears the sounds of footsteps and then feet on iron bars like a ladder. Check found him. He took the leftmost path and he's exiting the sewers now. We better hurry. I bet he's going up into the that butcher shop we saw above. Right. Does that sound yeah. accurate? Like spatially? Spatially, there's one of two things you can discern based on what you just said. He's either going up into that butcher shop, uh, or he's on the other side of the wall. Because mm. right. you did notice that this grate was was at the end of the road. So if he was going up to the butcher shop, he the, the turn would have been earlier than this. The 30 feet or so that goes beyond is probably the amount of space you need to get past the wall. Was there a building behind the butcher shop or? <laughs> no, 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 there was. Well, the thing is the butcher shop was attached to kind of like a, a conglomerate of apartments and, and, and other timber and stucco like homes above and behind the butcher probably lives in the home right behind it Um, but there was like a very thin alleyway along the wall very quietly wiswick thank you for checking okay give me stealth checks um do i have stone advantage I will say yes, because there is a uh, there there is stone all around um, where you are. Great, Scarlet, what'd you get? Seventeen. Wiswick. Uh, nineteen. Total. Beat the rook. Okay. All right, so you start to slowly creep forward. And I just need to pull up a quick. All right, so you start to move down this tunnel um, and you reach that that four-way pass. And you can see where the tunnel continues downward. And then you can see the two paths leading down towards the center. You see a small pool in the center collecting water that is then proceeding down this this outward path. You look up the left side. It's hard to see up past the lip of it. Um, but would you like to continue up the left path? Look around. What do you want to do? I'm looking for that ladder that was the Okay. Give me a quick perception check. Wizwick, you can give me another one for Jet if you want to. Great. Uh, same thing. Advantage on hearing. Yep. Fourteen. Okay. So nothing but the ordinary, uh, 
sounds. You can start proceeding up if you'd like to try to see if you can find it by investigating. Uh, yeah. There's, there's, uh, just for description's sake, you're moving down and like there's the flat ground that's slightly angled and then a well in the middle of the, the, the ground where it's collecting the water that's moving down. Um, in this central area, there's that central pool and then the, the, the movement up, it's that flat ground or that angled ground, little, little rivulet, and then a round ceiling, the top of which is kind of somewhat stone as opposed to like the brick wall. Um, it's very dark. Um, but you can proceed up this path if you'd like. Okay. Uh, give me a quick perception check uh, with advantage. I think Wiswick's gonna cast invisibility. 19. Okay. Uh, Scarlet, because you cast this flame up, you're walking up the path, and halfway through, there's a sheen across a tripwire. I would like to disable that if I can, and I'm going to remember to check for fucking traps next time. <laughs> That was a could bit I, of a bone thrown to the yeah, road from the yeah, yeah, I really appreciate that. <laughs> Please give me a uh, thieves tools uh, check to disable this trap. Are you sure this is the right move? We could we could just go over it. What if there's more? Well, if we, we'll just be careful. That's not great. Mm. Anyway, I could help her. I already rolled. Uh, Twelve. Well. Okay, so... I'm glad I went invisible. <laughs> you, Wiswick, you watch as Scarlet takes out her tools, and you see her start to... kind of not touching it, but find where the tripwire meets the wall. You see her kind of starting messing with the opening there. And it's it's taking a little while, and you start looking around, starting to get more creeped out. You see a little rat come up to you and just sort of fearlessly looking up at you. Um, <laughs> as it then scurries on underneath the wire. And then you suddenly hear a clicking noise. What would you two like to do? By the way, we haven't done this traps in a while. The way I do traps as a DM is I, na I, I named the trigger. There's a click, and then you have one reaction to do something. Yep. Uh, I'm going to dive forward onto the onto the floor. Okay, Wizwick. Uh, I am going to cast Misty Step because it's a bonus action, and okay. I'm gonna do thirty feet forward. Okay. <laughs> So, Scarlet, you hear the tr trap trigger, you go, shit, and then you hear was like, you hear was like, <laughs> <laughs> you see him safely uh, 25 feet ahead of you, and you Actually, leap forward. That would have broken invisibility. That, yeah, it does broken it would have, it would have broken invisibility. I'm a big dumb idiot, but. <laughs> do, you want to, do you want to change it, or do you want to keep with it? No, I made a split-second decision, and I'll stick with it. 
All right, Scarlet, you dive down. You have advantage in the dexterity saving throw for the trap because you dove forward. Sweet. Wisbeck, you're unharmed. Ah, oh, crap. I can't see it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, 23. Okay, so as you push yourself forward, you hear the sounds of crossbow strings loosing as you hear several bolts just shoot across the the hall you are successful in your saving throw so you only take seven points of piercing damage um as like it's not just like uh, like a single bolt shoots across it's like a it's tripped and then there's just a yeah a volley you hear like most of them harmlessly scattering against the the stone wall that made noise though for sure for sure it made noise and you tumbling forward made noise for sure god i'm a terrible rogue tonight all right oh god can i like uh uh is there are we any closer to the ladder can we see it since we born anymore you are closer so wiswick you are now in like a similar antechamber to the one before where other little small steady declines lead to this point um and you see uh on the wall the far wall there is this rusted real grimy iron ladder leading up to a grate that you can see a little bit of light peering down from um scarlet you start to push yourself up and you hear a noise in the distance you hear a clittering, clattering, clittering, clattering, like. Oh God. Okay. Uh, I want to go forward as far as we can until I'm standing right under the ladder. Okay. I want to look for traps while she does that. Give me an investigation check. Damn it. <laughs> I'm good at investing. Oh, not 20, baby. I'm so good. I feel like Scarlet would be well aware of this, even if Shannon's not. <laughs> I know, but the checks still stand. <laughs> That's why I threw you the bone of checking for traps. Yeah, I because Scarlet it. would definitely know to check for traps. Scarlet definitely. Uh, Wizwick, with that, you definitely find the trap. Um, <laughs> you, There's no trap on the actual ladder. But you start to like slowly climb up it, and you notice that the grate above. Yeah, you look at it at first, and you're like, "All right, this is just a grate. I'll open it up." But no. You look at it, and you can see there's there's like a delineation between the grate itself and then an outer grate, where if you and there's like a very obvious handle to the whole thing, and then there's a smaller like cupped handle within the total grate um that you can tell based on investigating it's like if you grab the obvious handle and push open something's triggered but if you open it from the inner hidden uh handle it'll open safely okay uh i want to put my hand on the little uh attachment and i'm just looking down at scarlet waiting for her 
Scarlet, you reach this this area um, and you look up and you see Wiswick holding onto the grate, looking down at you. You hear behind you the sounds of eight-legged creatures heading oh. towards you. Oh no 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 no! Okay, um, I jump and grab on the ladder and climb up. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I open it up as soon as she catches. It. All yeah. right. So the bright light, the bright light of the afternoon blinds you for a moment, um, as there was only small slivers coming through. As you climb up and pull yourselves up, um, and you find yourselves in the gap. There is a sail on jeans. Um, <laughs> um, only place no. where you can find Jones soda. Uh, <laughs> But no, you open up and you climb up and you find yourself in your, you look up and you can see the wall above you. Um, about, it's not directly behind you, but you can see the wall above you. You're about like 10 or 15 feet uh, into the, the, uh, the gap. As you look around and you, it's, you can hear the sounds below. This area is so much quieter than the streets above. There's, really ramshackle wooden homes all around like a shanty town um you're in an alleyway within the gap um what would you like to do uh looking down at wiswick you kind of stand out can you make yourself invisible again mm, not really but maybe i could do something about standing out uh and i'm gonna cast disguise self and I'm gonna turn into uh you know normally I'd go with my standard street urchin poor kid but that wouldn't really look well when we're dealing with jerks so maybe I'll just uh Jasper <laughs> Jasper can I uh, no I gotta be something humanoid no, you, you I know can't. yeah 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 also that would stick out even more <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, and you get the oh. Um, oh no. Can I just be a? Uh, I'll just be. I'm just basically a dwarf with mm -hmm. a um, basically similar clothes to what I was wearing, just more black and covered. Like maybe I, I get rid of the hat, and instead I have like a, just a hood that covers my the top of my head. And um, perhaps I even, under my cloak, I'm wearing like a, a short clothes and it has the thistle on it, but I keep it covered up. Okay. Scar Scarlet, give me a quick perception mm. check. You got it. That is a 15. Okay. So a few things you notice upon getting above here. You close the grate and you notice a little marking on the, uh, you notice some markings on the grate itself. Mm. Uh, they essentially are thieves can't symbols mm -hmm. uh, that say, essentially the, the gist of them is safe from, safe from authorities, dangerous okay. critters. Um, and it's just, it's just thieves can't to allow people to under, understand this is a safe passage from mm -hmm. authorities, but dangerous in and of yep. itself. Okay. 
Um, looking around, you kind of notice you're like on the side of two like like stilted like shanty town huts where like the home is above you on stilts and below you you can see kind of like detritus and other like garbage and you kind of like there's no one immediately in your vicinity okay and you notice that before you is a it leads to a dirt road that splits left and right the opposite side are more shanty town buildings um these ones uh they've got like a lower level and then kind of like the stilted porch and then above them is a is a a very large second story um they look like mockeries of the timber and stucco above but made entirely of of wood um my hood goes up do do i see any other thieves can't as we start to kind of like walk forward give me an investigation check or a perception, up to you. Investigation's a lot better. Woo! 26. You step out into the main street, and you look up where it ascends into a somewhat of a hill, and you can see around you there are a lot of those bruiser-type folk mm. leaning against doorways or gathered all up this hill. Then you see something up at the top, a large tavern-like structure with a single sign out front that has no name. It just has a thistle on it. I I tap her on the leg and I say, okay, quick backstory. Oh wait, I have to change my voice. Oh wait, I have to change my voice. (laughs) All right, quick backstory. My name is Abe Scone, and I, I, uh, I am a person that you met on the road, and we, we've been working together. That's it. I, you pay me. That's it. I work for you. <laughs> Abe Scone. Abe Scone. It's a lot simpler than the last story I tried to tell. Do you know? Do you know that symbol? Have you? Do you know what that means? Because I do. Yeah. I'm just asking you. Yeah. If you know what it means. It's for the syndicate, right? Yes. So we have a choice. We can either continue, or we can go back and get the others. We've gone this far. The others might be somewhere else. The last thing you... One other thing you noticed is you saw where that large tavern-like structure is. And when I say tavern, it's got a... So it has a surrounding plank porch... And then, like, it has, like, a long house that, like, sticks out um, that goes slightly into the cliffside. Mm, okay. You can notice it kind of the cliffside comes up where there's the streets above that are the the um, Tempest Hold. Mm-hmm. Um, so it obviously has its own underground entrance, potentially. You would mm-hmm. surmise that as a criminal. Mm-hmm. Um, but you do notice a dark green dirty cloak disappear into an alley next to it. All right, so as soon as I see that, well, they're going to be angry we've been gone this long anyway. Let's go. So you're making your way up. Are, you are in the main dirt street of, of the gap, of the blighted row. You can see some, there's signs in front of a lot of these shanties that have no names. They're just symbols. You see one that's just, uh, uh, um, you see one that's just 
crossed swords. You see one that is um, you see one that is a butcher's knife. Uh, you see one that is a uh, uh, you see one that is needle and thread. Uh, give me a quick insight check. Both of you go. That one's on the floor. I'm not using it. Good enough. And you see one that dice. is. Uh, and you see one that's uh, like a coin purse with coins cut falling out of it. Oh. What did you get, uh, Scarlet? Eighteen. I got a twelve. Twelve. Okay. Wizwick, you have like base understandings of this. It's like, oh, there's coins. I don't know, money, swords, fighting, uh, sewing, linens. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's the slave trader. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, who knows? Um, Scarlet, with that role, you would understand the the coins are likely the equivalent of the gambling house. Uh, the swords crossed is the fighting ring. Um, the needle and thread, you don't know. Uh, and then the, oh god, what was it? Sorry, I just forgot what the other one was. Uh, shit. I re- listened, I promise. Butcher knife? Uh, butcher, butcher knife. knife, sorry. Butcher knife. Butcher knife. Oh my god. I was like, <laughs> where are my you, notes? <laughs> the butcher knife, the butcher knife. You don't know. But you don't think it's good. Yeah. Probably just a butcher shop. <laughs> They probably smell really nice so, meat. You're slowly walking through the main street. Uh, Wizwick's gonna pull out the drugs that he bought like eight sessions ago, and start and just sparks up a split. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll have you'll have to rip some. Gonna of blow your, this your... whole goddamn thing. You'll have to. What do you y'all... mean? I'm blending in. Wizwick, you'll have to you'll have to rip off some of one of your vellum vellum. Uh, <laughs> pull some of your parchment out and roll it up. Uh, okay. <laughs> you, you can do that as you're walking, and Wizwick, you start smoking the drugs you bought. Oh my God. I, uh, I think I take it very, like, I'm not actually trying to, like, I am trying yeah, to yeah, smoke yeah. the drugs, but I'm not trying to get, like, really messed up. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just doing it for appearance's sake. Yeah, give, give me a quick constitution saving throw. I would love to. It's not magical, is it? I really hope it's not magical. It's not magical. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a. There are magical drugs, as Alex oh knows God. from a one shot. Oh wait, what'd you get? <laughs> he got a six. He got a six. <laughs> All right, Wizwick, you roll up this split, uh, and you take your first puff of this joint, and you don't know what you're smoking. First of all. <laughs> So you take a big puff of it, and you kind of like it. I, I'm not gonna say you're trying to like s- smoke it really, really <laughs> fast, but you just are like every. You're taking these quick puffs to try to blend in, and then slowly, by the time you guys get closer to the the um, the tavern longhouse, you start to feel tingly. Your mouth starts to feel very dry. Um. And you have a very intense body high, but you're very in it mentally. 
So you're, Great. you're feeling very... So what does he very... look like to me? Uh, Wizwick's eyes are real glassy. Uh, his pupils are real large. Um, Wizwick, you are considered poisoned. Uh, for, okay. For dexterity, strength, and constitution skills. Okay. I can live with this. Those are all things that I don't need. All I need is charisma, right? Because we're not going to mess up. You you had to do that now. I, I just w- look at her and I say, <laughs> I grab the DM. No, no, that's what you say. <laughs> <laughs> can anyone do the Seth? <laughs> the Seth Rogen uh, laugh? I can't do it. Is there a... <laughs> is there an alleyway or a barrel or something I can ditch him in. I mean, he's not going to be discreet if you throw him in a barrel. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to be discreet if I take him with me. I mean, I mean, the, the, the thing is, there are alleys and barrels, but like, to be honest with you, Scarlet, like, walking through this main road, like, you've been seen. Alright, cool. Fine. It's okay, Scarlet. I have this. Don't. Just don't talk. Please. We are so close to finding out answers. This you do not, you don't know how important this is to me. I do, and I'm here with. You. My name ain't Abe Scone. <laughs> <laughs> so Scarlet, you you and you and Abe Scone uh, reach the kind of like because like uh, uh, to describe it, it's like a road that leads up to a slight. Uh, uh, cliffside when you get towards the top you can see over the cliffside down there's a, a road down to the riverside itself you can see some other shanty towns you understand that the gap is essentially just this region of the i the uh the side of the riverside that that they just control the syndicate controls it's outside the city walls obviously has ways to penetrate it's away from the only legitimate towns guard in the Stormspire circle um, it's, it, this seems like where they're operating out of, because no one comes here unless they're looking for a, a bad time, like Cal and the Rakes, or they, uh, they have like real bad things to get involved in. You look across and you can see a cloaked figure standing over a cellar door, like a ground level cellar floor. floor. How far away is he? He's about 40 feet away. In deep into the alley, you're standing like by like essentially what I the best way to describe it is a western style like porch in front of a shanty uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. structure where you can see a single bruiser is standing there, just arms crossed. It's this Scythian woman who's got a shaved head and, and like tattoo runes under her eyes, and she's just staring at you right now, twisting a similar joint to Wizwick's in her hands, just staring at you. She spits on the ground. Alright. I will, out of the corner of my mouth to Wizwick, are you able to communicate with people from a distance? Not without using sending spell. It's quite taxing. I think it would be a great idea. All right. 
Um, if I take a couple steps towards the cellar, what does the woman do? What does the, the woman do? All right, so you start stepping over. And this is like, this is probably about like 3 o'clock at this point, maybe 3.30. So like, it's very bright out right now. You hear that constant dripping of snow from the rooftops. She's watching you and you kind of are looking about. There's a light breeze hitting you, pushing your cloak back a bit as you stare at her, kind of the sun in the, in the, in the uh, eastern side of the sky as you just look at her. You take a step forward, looking at her. She just, she fidgets for a moment and puts her hand to her face. But she keeps watching you. Mm. Right. What are you looking at? I'm looking at a rat caught in the sewer. Why is that so? You do not look like you know where you're going. I've been... Well, I haven't been in these parts before. I've dealt in many sewers, as it were. The danger of sewers, if you go too deep, you will drown. I'm a good swimmer. Let's hope so. She drops a hand down to her waist where you can see a line of daggers and scabbards. Brush my cloak back a little bit and show her my own. I drop the cliff on the ground and step on it my shoe. Scarlet, give me an intimidation check with advantage because of Wiswick's brilliant assistance. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Alright, well that was a three. Alright. Thirteen. Not great. Thirteen. All right, so you see her, she sees what you've done and kind of what you said, and she move, removes her hand from the um, the dagger, and you see her, she doesn't leave right away. Do you see she kicks herself off of the wall and starts to staring at you still slowly back up before opening the door to the gold, this is the gold, um, the gold room that you saw, the gold sign. And she exits inside, and you don't see her. Was she, like, beckoning me to follow her, or was she just, that was just like, she's out? No, it seems like she was just keeping an eye on you as she retreated somewhere else. There was no sign that she was like, come with me. Okay. Uh, where is the cloaked figure? I assume they've disappeared by now. Give me a perception check. Nine. You look over and you watch as the door closes on the cellar, the cellar doors, the ground cellar doors. They disappeared down underneath the tavern. 
All right. So, she's clearly been seen and even though she wants to continue pursuing this person down the cellar, probably going to be expecting that, but they're also going to be expecting her to go in. Let's go to the cellar. You're gonna go to the cellar? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you get up to it, uh, give me a quick investigation check. 11. You notice uh, some thieves can't on there. And from what you can tell from it, it it says entrance by request only. Mm-hmm. But when you go for it, if you do go for it, it's not locked. Okay. Go for it. Wizwick, are you following her? Yep. Okay. You open it up. It's very dark down here and very dim torchlight lighting this passage. You step down, Wizwick, you follow. And you look, and what you see before you is a long hallway. On the opposite end is an upward stairwell where you see the cloaked figure waiting. Facing us? No, facing away from me. Actually, as as you go down, you see doors open and light shining down, and he's about to step up in there. I'll call out across the hallway. Silas. You see as the figure turns their head and looks to you, the cloak falling down. As you see the face of Silas, your old crew member, the half-draconic face with the horn moving back, the horn fronds moving back with the uh, fringes off the side of, of green dragon scale, the yellow amber eyes, draconic eyes. As he looks back to you, you see the utter face of shock like he's looking at a ghost. He's frozen there for a moment. Take a step forward. A couple of steps forward. You hear a voice go, Silas, join me. And he looks back at you. You just see him go. Did I recognize that other voice? As he steps forward. No. No. Did you see I the sh- uh, No. You see a shadow, <laughs> like a long shadow cast. Silas kind of just puts a hand up with a finger pointing up. And he doesn't know what to do. So he makes a quick sign. You see him confused. He does a hand gesture, which he recognizes thieves can't for. 
family. As he points up. And then you see him, and he does that trying to hide it. And then you see him turn and start walking up. Wiswick, I think my brother's up there. I can't, I can't leave now. I have to know. What do you do? I go for him. I, I just nod to her and I say, My name's Abe. <laughs> <laughs> as Wiswick, as Wiswick, you look down the hallway and it's just like tunnel vision down. <laughs> As you're dolly like zoom down this hallway. Yeah, like totally, totally dolly zoom down as you're like you're like, I can think so clearly, but I feel so weird. Um <laughs> it reminds Stone doesn't it, back down from a fight. It reminds you of drinking uh mushroom whiskey, but without the hallucinations. Mm. So worse. Um Less <laughs> So it's like, this is this is all the bad parts of drinking mushroom whiskey. <laughs> um, do you follow her though as she starts heading down the hall? And sorry, before uh, before I, I add on to stay here just in case. Uh, I think Wiswick will. Please. I, I just, like, I want to say something, like, my mouth just opens up, and I keep stopping myself, and you keep, you eventually you just, like, keep going, and, like, I can't, my, my feet want to go forward, but my, I, my brain is telling me, like, this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, I was not planning on being a rogue today, this is a bad idea, <laughs> <laughs> so, so, like, I'm kind of doing this thing where I'm, like, almost walking in place like my my feet are just like sliding forward and then i slide backwards like i, I I'm, I'm literally just pacing in circles just not knowing what to do scarlet you continue scarlet you start heading down this hallway it's rat infested and the drippings are heard as you see this light at the end of the tunnel that as you're moving <laughs> But you keep moving forward under the dim torchlight around you. You step up to the opening. You can see the crack of light through it. What would you like to do? Can I hear anything above it? Give me a perception check. That's good. 23. You hear the sounds of footsteps walking away from the doorway. They fade in the distance. And you hear a door shut. And nothing else? It's quiet now? Quiet above. You hear the sounds of chirping. Like a canary in a cave. Okay. Alright, so... Scarlet's gonna take out her dagger. 
can kind of just hold it for a second. I think as soon as you take out your dagger, Wiswick makes up his mind and starts heading down the hallway towards you. Okay. Silently. Stop. You hear I don't... You see Wiswick quietly moving towards you. It's it's not very, very far distance. It's about 15, 20 feet. Stop. I, I keep going and my arm, my hand is outstretched, like trying to grab her hand. And I, you see me start muttering some spell. What do you do, Scarlet? Try and open the doors. They are unlocked. I do it quietly, trying to get away from Wiswick, but trying to be stealthy. What you see around you is a brightly lit chamber. Wood floors, wood walls, enough torches to light it very brightly, a candelabra in the center made of fine crystal. You see it is a room that has an exterior around a central lowered chamber. You can see several torches around that chamber lighting it up. Uh, almost like there's a pit in the center of the room. You see several artifacts all along the walls. And it is, so like if you're looking forward, the room kind of in a right angle way kind of comes around like this to the other side where you can see another door on the other side. And there's this central lowered area. Um, what would you like to do? There's no nobody there. You don't see anybody right now. No. All right. Um, Can I... As soon as I get the chance to touch her hand, I want to cast a spell. Okay. I didn't take your hand. I don't know how I know, the timing's going to work I'm on like, that. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, if you take too long, just know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say whatever you do next, Scarlet, is in yeah. like competition to Wiswick trying to grab your hand. Okay. Uh, it's going to be to try to close the door. Like close it down, or are you mm -hmm. up and closing? I'm it? I'm up and closing it. Okay, Wizwick, give me a quick sleight of hand check. Scarlet, give me the same. Or Scarlet, give me a dexterity saving throw. Come on, plus three bonus, sixteen, twenty-three. God damn it, <laughs> Wizwick! Before you can get a chance, she closes the door down above you. Before you can grab her hand. The door is closed. Scarlet, you are now within this chamber. And you can see it's fairly large. It looks like the main, if not the main hall, just outside the main hall of this Longhouse Tavern. You can see now there's a lower area where there's two stairways leading down and balconies on either side where there's a sand pit, essentially. The sand is... is a mixture of black and white sand creating a gray. Um, around it, on the left side, or the right side, is like the general chamber. You can see tables there. Uh, looks like a tavern hall. On the left side, there's a slight dais with a central large chair like a throne and several artifacts all around. And then what there's kind the... Of the doorway across the, 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 the hall. Can I hear anybody? You can hear some talking across the hall. Okay. 
Um, Give me a, a investigation check. Twenty-two. You're disoriented as you enter. Purely from seeing Silas after a very long time. Not since Gristrum. But also him signing to you, family. But as you're frantically looking around, there's, a, there's something you notice. There's three things you notice. Amongst these artifacts kind of displayed as trophies, there's a book with Nordic-like Nordic runes all over it. There's a sword with roughly hewn runes on it. It's black obsidian metal. And there two are beside the throne. Behind the throne, on a table, a desk, you see a glass case. And within that glass case, you see a pallid mask. Okay. Um, noted. I want to hear what the voices are saying. You have to get closer. Get closer. Give me stealth. a stealth check. Yeah. I feel real dumb to ask this question, but oh. is, is it locked? <laughs> Actually, I, it's not. sorry. You can come there, up. I did want to do one thing. I wanted to jam a dagger in it so he couldn't get up. It's too late for that. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, John. Um, I I wait a little bit, just like maybe half a second, and then I peek through the thing, and I'm assuming all I see is a bunch of artifacts, and my eyes light up. Oh, your eyes will light up for sure. <laughs> Scarlet, what um, eighteen. You start to creep over. you get halfway there, about equal to this pallid mask held aloft in a glass case on like a, a little pedestal. The door opens and you freeze for a moment. Nowhere to hide. This is not a shadowy corner. It's a well-lit room. Wiswick, you Wait. see this. Can I, as the door is opening, can I cast invisibility on myself at a third level? Yes, you can. I wish you would let me grab your hand, because I just realized that was an option. <laughs> <laughs> the first person who steps out is Silas, who says, upon stepping out, I'm sorry, Scarlet. No, he doesn't say Scarlet. He says, I'm sorry, Rowan. So you see a figure step out after him in a long red coat, a very fine, uh, like, double-buttoned 
suit cloak, a green vest with a gold, like a a bright yellow golden tunic underneath, pinstripe pants coming down to very fine boots, a uh, a very thin gaunt face with a receding, slightly receding hairline with hair that is pu- pushed back and shoulder length. It, it is very greasy in the way it's pushed back. Um, a very young face, somewhere between the age of 20 and 30. Uh, a half Glasgow smile scar on only one side. A ripped scar leading up, almost like a permanent smirk. Is Erdwolf Thatcher looks upon you and says, Well, well, I didn't think I'd see you this soon. It's not part of the plan. Rowan. And that's where we'll end. Oh. <laughs> you well. have... Stalked into the central hideout of the Highland Syndicate in Ormondshire. In pursuit of your close friend Silas from your youth. As Cal and Curon plan a romp into this very place. And that's where we'll pick up next week. Things are heating up here, uh, in the in the, the wonderful world of Aradune in, in this town of Orenshire. Uh there's a huge reveal. I think it comes next episode, so fucking stay goddamn ready for that. <laughs>